smile, mm -hmm. breathe, mm -hmm. and just remember, it's too late to get out of it, so you might as well go on. Do you ever get the feeling that people are incapable of not caring? You know, I'm screwed up and average enough that I could write a song that'll live on forever. And then after that, it don't matter. I am the king of gay chickens. No, seriously, what the fuck? Honestly, you're in a memory in your subconscious. Fuck! Seriously? I don't know what you've been told, little lady, but the rest of us start at nine. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm just kidding. Good morning. Hi, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! <laughs> Is it gonna be like this all the time? <laughs> Talk? Hello. That's perfect. Okay. It's perfect. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now and then. It's something and nothing, yeah. Now and then. We are, we were friends then and also now, now and then. I think friends, but like there was a bit, one of them hadn't been back for 10 years and they're like maybe late 20s. So yeah, hasn't been back at all, realistically left at the end of high school. Have they, have they just not been back to that? Have they not seen each other for 10 years? Well, I don't know. Do the others ever get out of Shelby? Because... The gas, the, the gas light edition. Here's the problem with the pact at the heart of now and then today's mm -hmm. movie, yep. which I thought was going to be more significant. It's actually just sort of one of the things that happens. Is that yep. the pact that these four friends have is that they're all going to come back together anytime one of them needs the others. Mm -hmm. Too vague. Oh, very vague. That's good. That, what meets that criteria. Also, it's not stated why they're back at this point. We just see that one of them's pregnant, and I, then at the end, yeah, they're having a baby. Okay, so they're back to have the baby together. That's yeah, great. But the child, like, that's not a problem. No. You think there'd be an inciting event that means they all they all have to come back together to yeah. to solve another murder yeah. like they did crazy the first Pete time. Crazy Pete is dead. Crazy Pete has gone on another Somebody, rampage. Somebody's murdered Crazy and Pete, and he's loose in the town. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Pete's son, Spawn of Pete, <laughs> he returns. Has has risen out of the storm drain, <laughs> and is terrorizing Shelby again. Now and then too. The gaslight. Just 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 now this time. <laughs> now, what's what's the futuristic like tense of then? Because it's still then. It is, isn't it? Now and and then. Yeah, but that's the thing. Now and then it's in two time frames. Who is it that's saying now and then? You know, because the, <laughs> as children, they're thinking about their future. And as adults, oh. they're thinking about their childhood. Mm -hmm. No one's living in the moment. And that's why there's war. <laughs> Seen any good movies lately? Uh, you know, I haven't watched a lot of newish films. I watched, did we talk about No One Will Save You last time? Uh, you mentioned it. I hadn't have seen it. I have seen it now. Thoughts? Loved it. Nice. Love it is that. very good. It's very yeah. fun. It's different. Yeah. It's fun, it's different, and... When it when it showed the creature, or the creatures, mm -hmm. so fast, I was worried. Yeah. But then it evolves, and it I becomes something else like, later. Could, and Yeah, they could have held it back. And yeah, and I don't want to talk about it too much, because it has certain conventions within it, which I did find out ahead of time. And it's okay. fine, but I think I would have enjoyed realizing that in the film. Okay, I knew nothing about it. I just saw the, the picture, yeah. and then the font, and I'm like... 
That's an alien invasion movie. Yeah. I want to watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Just the font. You can tell by the font. I started watching a movie last night because of the font and was, was the... not rewarded. Oh, I stopped watching it. What was but... the font? The font was sort of retro. It was a horror movie. Mm. And it is kind of a retro horror movie. It wasn't that bad, but I I had an evening home alone. Nice. So that's my time to watch a scary movie. This Understandable. Is, this is very yeah. valuable time. Mm. So it really unlock the doors, open the windows. Yeah, open yeah. open the windows. Turn the lights off. Yeah. yeah. And wear like a nightgown. Yeah, nothing else. Put o- my open nightgown. Put, yeah, put my Ebenezer Scrooge outfit on. <laughs> light a candle a that I nightcap. Nightcap. Walk around the house holding a candle, a little candle holder, going hello. And that's how I spend my t- my alone time. Mm. <laughs> it's my special alone. And so, yeah, I tried watching The Void from 2016. Oh, what did you think of The Void? Well, you turned it off. Yeah, because okay. I was like, this is fine, but this isn't at the level I needed to be mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. the most of this time. It does have a good ending, which you've missed. Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't want you to suffer through something just to get to a good ending. I like the combination of cult, Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. horror demons. Mm-hmm. Hospital setting was well. It's it's quite sort of tropey intentionally. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that, you know. There's I a, think that the main, the main problem are, is it's tropey intentionally, but then it tries to get away from that with other oh, things. Okay. Oh no, don't like, get away from it. If you're going down the road, go yeah, down yeah. the fucking road, man. Yeah. If your move, if you're the main character of your horror movie is a police officer, and like one scene in someone's like, there's nothing worse than losing a child. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like that's the kind of movie you're making. <laughs> Don't fight yeah. it. So instead, I watched From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. Which I'd never seen. All right. Tarantino written, Rodriguez directed, mm-hmm. 1990. I'm enjoying older movies. You notice that he writes a film in which he gets to suck on some feet. What an amazing coincidence that was. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, when you're like. When you write you're, a film. Yeah. You write a film, right? Yeah. And one of the Tell characters just sub, so for some reason. You know, sucks on a bit of feet. He's like, I think an important part of this story is that the character that I play, or someone else, but probably me. um, (laughs) I've written you a film. Puts Selma Hayek's feet in his mouth. I think that, I think that's quite an important part. And yeah, it has the the classic bit in films where just the story stops for a woman to do a sexy dance. Mm -hmm. And we all just watch and it goes for a few minutes. Then everyone claps, and then the movie continues. It is a classic thing in especially adult versions of Rodriguez films. Because, like, yeah. Death Proof, that's the one thing I was happens. thinking of. Um, and, like, it's okay, but it's just kind of funny. <laughs> it's quite funny. Sin City? Same yeah, sort of shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that movie. It is pretty good. I mean, I mean like, it's, it's a, not scary. It's not scary, no, but um, but it's a it's a boy movie for boys. It's, yes. Having just watched a girl movie for girls, we did. We have to, we have watched a girl <laughs> movie today, Isaac, and you know, no shade inherent in that. That's fine. We've had a great time. But as I was watching it, I was like, "Damn, this is a girl movie for girls," mm. and f- and having just come from from dusk till dawn, a boy movie for boys, hundred <laughs> percent. But I just loved seeing George Clooney in a Tarantino Rodriguez crime vampire movie yeah not in a romantic comedy slash yeah um, heist yeah but he's still being charming george clooney 
well, like, how can he not? Yeah, but it's but it's like it's not acting. That's just George Clooney. D- just doing the the George Clooney smile all the time in tense situations. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's sort of a Danny Ocean, but if he was really okay with killing people. Yeah, like Danny Ocean, but the bad guy. Because yeah. Danny Ocean's not really supposed to be the bad guy. No, they're just like he robs from the rich to give to himself. Yes, which is cool, Robin Hood. Mm. You don't rob from people in your 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 exact socioeconomic le- level. No, you, you rob from the people above. Yeah, you. but you shouldn't rob from the rich and then give to the poor because then they'll just become reliant on it. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, rob for yourself. Rob, for, steal for you. Steal for you. But steal from people who have more than you, not I from s- people who have the same as you. I say, rob from the rich, give to yourself, and then demonstrate your wealth to inspire the poor to rob from you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. If they rob from you, you'd be like, ha, fair play, fair play. Make yourself someone the poor can rob from. And that's the circle of life. Mm. Aspirations. So, yeah. <laughs> Didn't mind that. We watched The Negotiator. Like um, a late 90s. Yeah, that's, um, what's it, Kevin Cost? Kevin... Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey, yeah. Famous, exonerated <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> So it's fine now. Oh yeah, you so can, it's fine you can now. Get back on that Kevin Spacey because every, again. <laughs> the charges that were brought against him by all the accusers who didn't die mysteriously have all been <laughs> he's been judged innocent in court. So it's fine. Welcome back, Kevin. Kevin Spacey and <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson as two dueling negotiators, and pretty good, pretty good in like 1997 or something, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a thing everyone says all the time, but you do get a sense of, man, they don't make movies like this anymore. They really don't. Like, it's got action components, but just the script is just so strong. Like, I watched and The like, Inside Man again recently. Which one's that? That's the... Is that Denzel? Denzel and Clive Owen one with the bank oh, heist right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just so, Like, twists are great. Dialogue twists is fantastic. Twists and turns. Charismatic... Clever people mm. saying clever stuff, and that's hard to write because you've got to be clever to write a clever person. And you have to, they, they, they contain stories that happen in like one ish location, yeah. But there's so many different storylines happening because people don't have the same POVs. Mm-hmm. That's just good, it's good, it's good writing, yeah. Um, the era of the mid budget, yeah, don't get that anymore, which is a shame. We watched, we watched Raw Deal. Raw Deal. You ever seen oh, Raw dude, Deal? I've not seen Raw Deal. Yeah. Good times. Arnie put that out in between Commando and Predator. Okay. And Which wait, 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 wait. Which is better for you, Commando or Predator? Well, we also watched Commando. I had actually never seen that before. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I've seen Raw Deal, I've got to watch Commando now. Uh-huh. And um Obviously, Predator is one of the best films ever made. You're damn fucking right. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, I was like, I know Arnold Schwarzenegger. His 80s movies are fun. You know, I love Terminator. I love Predator. Let's get into these. And they're just trash, mm-hmm. rubbish. Yeah, they are. Bad, bad, bad films. And I realized Arnold has been very lucky in terms of his enduring legacy and presence that he lucked into those Specific things that were great. That were those genre-blending movies Mm -hmm. of combining action with sci-fi and with horror. Mm -hmm. You know, Predator is a horror movie. With action and sci-fi. Using the tropes of Commando. When it's just Commando, oh, it was, it's just, it's just rubbish. (laughs) He originally wanted to be Kevin Reese. Not Kevin. What's his name? 
Um, in what? My, whatever Michael Bane's character is in Terminator. Oh, right. Yeah. Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. That was Kevin. 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 That's Kevin Reese. Um, that's Kev. who Arnie wanted to be when he read the script. He's like, I want to be the hero. <sighs> and he was like, happily talked it. Like, I'm so glad. Yeah. Like, you've got a famous name. Usually that you get, they get, they get what they want. Yeah. I'm so glad he wasn't because, because he can't act at well, that point in time. He can now. Yes, he's like gone. Stand. He's he's pretty good. He's gotten so much it's better great. at acting. It's great. Good on him. Even it's like The Rock. You can yeah. see The Rock do acting now. Yeah. And I enjoy it so much. I love watching that. someone learn how to do acting by being in films. <laughs> Looking at you, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, by he was by also the also a child though. So. Doesn't don't care. Don't care. There's kids in this much better than any of the kids in Harry Potter. I'll I mean, say Emma that. Emma Watson's always been a very good actress. I think Emma Watson is fine. Rupert Grint never got better. Rupert Grint was perfect from the get-go. Rupert Grint was pretty good mm. in 2001, and he's pretty good exactly. now. He's perfect for what he needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just grinting along. Tom Felton is a very good actor, though. Is he? Mm. In those films, specifically. Yeah, true. In that, in, in that specifically. But oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, <clears throat> strong consonants, that guy. <laughs> but yeah, Commando is just just shooting stuff. It's like the Expendables movie. And I was trying to enjoy it. And there is more of a story in Commando than the Expendables movies, though. Do you remember his character's name in Commando? No. Jack Davenport. His name is John Matrix. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And... Throughout most of that movie, when he's trying to get his daughter back and he's just like laying waste, mm-hmm. he can't, like, the army is on his side. He's not out in the wilderness mm. on his own. The army could be helping him and he doesn't call them until the very end <laughs> and they don't turn up until he's already killed everyone. When the big action sequence at the end where he's blowing up the compound, yeah. he just buildings and buildings and blowing up. He does not know where his daughter is. Yeah, that's a good point. Just shooting buildings. Just going to blow this one up. Hopefully she's not in there. He never even ducks. He just walks around holding a machine (laughs) gun. Just just mowing people down. Yeah, it's like um, video games in the 90s. You didn't have to take cover. Mm. You're just there to shoot things. And then they evolved and you can take cover. And now games feel more immersive because you duck. And now movies have the ducking. The first shot of that movie is just a close-up of his bicep (laughs) as he walks along. Holding a tree on his shoulder. A whole tree. A whole tree. Whole tree. And like, it's a, Living you know, it's kind of fun. Life. But then Raw Deal is a really bad film. That's the prison one, right? No, Raw Deal is just, he was in the FBI and then something went down. So he's living in the middle of nowhere. And this deal. other older, got a Raw Deal. And then this other older guy is like, is like, these, this mafia killed my son. So I want you to kill them, right? Mm. And like, there's no plot. Well, that is a plot. But right they there. managed to make that nothing so complicated. <laughs> this I had no idea what was going on the whole time, and it's like they had no script. It's like they were just making it up on the day the whole time. Uh-huh. There's no. It's like they've turned up every day with no movie, and they're just desperately trying to spin something they out of the air. They just have so much extra explosives and stuff that they can use. Yeah. Like, they they made Commando, and then they had a shit ton of leftover stuff. Like, let's do another one. I just I just didn't know what was going on. Like, the whole point was for you, you to kill the mafia. You, I feel like you've been in the room with them for hours, 
but pretending to do like undercover stuff this whole time. Arnold Schwarzenegger going undercover is a hilarious proposal <laughs> as well, just quietly. That's why, why he that couldn't. Guy like eight feet tall. That's why know. he couldn't be Kyle Reese in the Terminator. Yeah. Because like I'm from the future where everyone's starving and life is terrible. Well, you look like you're doing okay. (laughs) Where are you getting all the roast chicken from in the future? But they were sending me back, so they had to take care of me. Yeah, so I could do my mission. (laughs) They gave me all the food for ten years, (laughs) and now here I am. Um, it's like Sylvester Stallone's first few films, like Rocky, which he wrote, Mm. is an amazing movie. It's very good. Yeah, fantastic. And then he makes. Shitty action films like Cobra and all yeah. this, like all this shit, and they are shitty action movies. And then, like First Blood, is everyone like it's marketed as an action film, but it is just a a really intense, well, yeah, emotional got, story about yeah. a Vietnam vet coming it's, back and like struggling with life. He kills nobody in that entire film. It's got psychological depth to it. Yeah, and doesn't he bow and arrow in that? He gets, he makes himself a bow and arrow. Yeah. He uses a knife for the whole thing. He's just like. Forest camouflage, yeah. and he he bees quite scary to the coppers. Yeah, but he kills nobody. No, but one person dies in that film, and it's an accident. This is <laughs> such a good movie, so good. This is what I'm realizing. Look, like dipping back into the '80s and stuff. There's certain movies that have stood the test of time, mm. and you think, oh, I like those movies. Ergo, they made good movies back then. Mm-hmm. But then, it, as soon as you stray outside of that, those that, like eight films, those that are eight really films good. that everyone <laughs> loves, are like, oh, actually, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh. like Die Hard is great. Die yeah. Hard 2, less great. Yeah, if but you... like Die Hard came along and it blew everyone's minds mm-hmm. because so many of the other movies were, were doing just so random much crazy shit. Like that. Yeah. And, you know, we're still making random trash now that no one will remember. Yes, we but... do. Well, we're not. Have you ever watched The Last Action Hero? No, but I'm, I'm aware of it. Do yourself a favor? Don't. Okay, yeah. Like, in terms of shitty... Arnie action films. That is my least favorite, mm-hmm. and it's it's a movie about movies, and I should I should love that. Yeah, it's not good. Okay, he comes to life out of a film. No, a kid goes into a film, and then they come to life out of a film. It's ju- it's just it's just trash. whatever. It's whatever tr- you it's know. Tr- True Lies is probably the best action movie he made as an action movie. Yeah, Cameron again. Mm. And a good film. With some Arnie acting. You see anything else? I don't know. I've wa- like I watched. You've stuff. been busy. I watched Ahsoka. Loved Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Had a, had a good time. Oh, yeah. Watching was it Ahsoka? Super. It was. It was uh, great. Super Ahsoka. Lovely. You see. see I, what I, I see there? what you did there. See what I did there. It was a stretch see, to get there. Yeah. See, it's that, it's, 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 it's that kind of it's that kind of repartee. <laughs> is that? That indicates that. You are right to put on a one-hour comedy show. <laughs> That's what made me realize I could do it. Yeah, those sweet. Yeah, so I mean, whatever. I don't really know. I, I'm, I, enjoy I don't it do all Clone Wars or anything. I don't really. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's I'll just nice the, Star Wars content, and we're happy to have Star Wars content. I'll watch more Andor, mm-hmm. which is what I hope the next series is called. Star Wars con- more Andor, more Andor, more Andor, yeah. more and or and now and then. More and or. And or. No, yeah. it's just and or, but they put a slash in. And slash or. Is that how they named it? I would love that. <laughs> they gave like two surname options, but it just yeah. says and or. You can choose between them and Brian they just picked that middle word. Yes, like, that's oh, that's fine. really good. That's so good. That's good. 
That's the kind. Yeah. Wow. That's the kind of name that's going to make people be really interested in a whole TV show. <laughs> hey, so you know what I realized? Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Exceptional Thieves. <laughs> this is a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. Uh, Isaac. And this is uh, the latest episode of our special series, Turns of Phrase. We're watching and reviewing the entire filmography of the one and only Brendan Fraser, the king of film, the lord of the screen, the prince the of the pictures, so. the earl of... When, when the next I waited person, out into that with nowhere to go. When the next person takes that crown at the Oscars next year, yeah. what do we refer to Brendan as? Um, the artist formerly known as. Nice. The king Respect. of film. Respect. I, if we want, our next episode can be Killers of the Flower Moon. Is he in it? Yes. Brendan is in that, my guy. My God. I just, all I see are posters of Leonardo DiCaprio looking his age. Yeah, it's just that it's just been that one picture of him and the main woman sitting at that kitchen table mm. looking up. Looking uncomfortable in like that one frame of the movie. Time appropriate. Yeah. It's not yeah. an attractive Leonardo DiCaprio look and I'm digging it. Well no, yeah, I like he got to a certain point of his career, he's like, I think I'm gonna do ugly now. I think, what if what if this movie asked the question, what I'm if gonna, Leonardo I'm DiCaprio look was like ugly? I, I actually look when I wake up. That's what I'm gonna look like in this film. But still yeah. I'm gonna date this twenty five year old. <laughs> For six months. Well, I think I think he's realizing that you know that makes it more impressive. He's like, okay, I can date twenty five year olds, obviously. Mm-hmm. How bad can I look <laughs> and still do it? Where's the point? Only the people that go over the edge know where the edge is. Mm-hmm. And he—that's how he lives his life. He's looking for that's the edge. That's how he wins his next Oscar. He's looking for the edge in acting. Looking for the edge. Yeah, when it's revealed that this whole thing has been a bit, and he's made a big documentary about about it. Called, called the edge called creep <laughs> it is getting a bit out of hand leo <laughs> like with the 25 year olds did you like, did we talk about her wikipedia page getting updated i saw a thing that someone had clipped who's? out the chick he's dating right now is a 25 year old model mm-hmm. and on her wikipedia page that someone had updated it who is now dating leonardo dicaprio until april next year when she yeah. turns 26 <laughs> <laughs> well yeah those are his rules yeah, you grow and out of it. You know that when you get in. When you you get sign in, the contract. You sign the contract. Mm. I mean, it's not like he's. It's not like he's going to surprise you with it. You know. <laughs> Can you imagine being the next like twenty-five year old, twenty-four year old, and Leonardo DiCaprio hoves into view? You're just like, well, I, I guess, guess it's my turn. I mean, all right. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not. I know I'm not getting into anything too intense. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like life altering. Yeah, I can spend eighteen months doing this. That'd be that'd be okay. Be something kind of nice about that. Getting into a relationship like this cannot last more than a year. <laughs> well, there's a certain freedom in that. Like, you can okay, do whatever sick. you want. You can be the crazy person. I'm not if you worried. Want to. Yeah, I'm not worried about. Oh, is this going to last? It's not. You know, it's not. You can use it to set yourself up. Yeah. Like, hey. I dated Leonardo and did this at the time. Find, you go to some yeah. balls and galas go and to stuff, some balls. you network, yeah. you use that networking link. Yeah. Look, you go to some events, you find out what his house looks like, you have a great time, you dip out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, <clears throat> this has been fun. Does he My get... shift is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you punch your card <laughs> and you give hand over to the next one. Give her the lowdown. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No. Does he get them? 
a 26th birthday present. Oh my god! Just Imagine as like if he a, does it. as like a goodbye. <laughs> and he's like silence, immediate silence, like morning off. Ghosted. Happy birthday. Yeah. As he closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> Throws them a party. Doesn't yeah. attend. And you just be like, right? Throws them a massive party. Can't have a go at him. Doesn't attend. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Refuses to ever acknowledge that they exist again. You're free. <laughs> so yeah, we can that that comes out. Like next week, I think. Or maybe I do want to see that. I haven't been in the movies in ages. It's three hours long. I want to see the creator. Yeah. But again, like it's something I could wait for home. Like yeah. the, the new Exorcist movie, I'll wait for home for that. So much about it looks like it should be great. But yeah. I just feel in myself that it won't be. Like Cloud Atlas. It's got a bit of Cloud Atlas energy. And there's there's one line in the trailer that turns me off from I the creator. I still the trailer. I've just seen posters. The... What's the line? The, where there's the little robot child, mm-hmm. and they're like, and someone's like, "What do you want?" And they and they and the line is, "For robots to be free." Oh, they call themselves like, robots. Oh, I love what you're doing, like the the premise and everything, and the actors and the look and the vibe. But mm. that line makes me very worried. The fact <laughs> that you could build to be free uh, a world and a mythos and and lore, but call them robots. Exactly, it's I don't feel... a little feel, weird. The fact that they're called robots. And like, yeah, you want robots to be free, but don't like say it like that. Like, it's just no. too... You'd call them... Like, they have to have some sort of name. Yeah, like... like... Human Plus. Yeah. Yeah, just human with a little... Like a little plus sign yeah. next to it. Um, metal Fellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bots. Copper Boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> Copper Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Copper Boys. <laughs> Everyone talks with a kind of jazz accent. Ha ha. Purchasable friends. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to see it, but it can be something I think that we wait for home time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most of the things are the pictures at the net at, at, at the moment. I'm yeah, think it's harder for Wonka. No. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. I watched the original one again the other week. Yeah. It's great, but it's also not great. The original one. Lumpa. Lumpa. I think the original's great. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Several children Cause die. Because Ro- Roald Dahl gets it. <laughs> I watched a supercut of um, Johnny Depp doing weird things in that movie. Or just like okay. reacting weirdly to children. Mm-hmm. Like when it's all cut together, he's terrifying in that film. Yeah. In his thing. Yeah, such a bold move as well. Because he was so much deeper in the Michael Jackson stuff then. <laughs> it just... <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> my theory with Wonka. Mm-hmm. This one? The one coming? Yeah. Well, okay. my, my emerging theory is like, I mean, I, I'm just actually trying to. The Oompa Loompas are actually just people he's morphed. No, see, that's all fine. Like, Willy Wonka is terrifying and weird and creepy and gross, and that's good. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But the important aspect is Charlie. Like, Roald Dahl's book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Not Willy Wonka. Not, yeah, the movie is, interestingly enough, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but it's Willy Wonka in relationship with Charlie. Like, I think you need some... If you just have Wonka wandering around, just wonking around, <laughs> there's... <laughs> I don't really know what we're meant to do with that. It's, and it's funny because it's, it's um, Johnny Depp, because it's kind of the Jack Sparrow problem. Mm-hmm. Like Jack it Sparrow, needs to be a movie about Will Turner and Elizabeth. It's a yeah. You need Will Turner and Elizabeth, mm. 
in relationship with Jack Sparrow. If it's just Jack Sparrow flitting around, it's mildly engaging. That's why the ones that when they you've start lost the heart the trilogy, yeah. there's no you've feel. lost yeah. yeah you've lost the heart to it. If it's if it's just Adventures of Wonka, then and yeah, and I think yeah, I am worried that this new one will not will have less of that child murdering energy that we loved so much as children in that original one. This is more like, oh, Scooby-Doo. I think this one's a musical again, too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quirky chap. Where, like, not just the Oompa Loompas gonna sing, everyone gonna sing. Okay. I think. Well, or at least Timothy, Timothy Chalamet gonna sing. I'm not gonna see it. At the cinemas. Probably ever. Oh, okay. What if, what if, um, it's like just available on Disney Plus, like straight up. I, I cannot see that day coming. What if it bombs so hard that it's just then straight out it. on streaming? You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, if it's if it's the new Cats, <laughs> then I will I'll watch that absolutely. Did you see that the Haunted Mansion bombed so hard as well? Oh really? Yeah, they've remade that. Spent so much money. It's not that surprising. It's just shit again. I'm like, that's sad. Is How it, did Pirates is it... work? So good. Pirates is such a good movie, mm-hmm. made from a ride, yeah. and there's so many elements of the ride in that movie. Well, it's well, but what all they the did. Other ones, they do a fucking shit. Well, yeah, I mean, Pirates took the interesting approach, which I think others should try to emulate, which is to make the film good. <laughs> you know, like ah. I didn't know that was based on a ride for years. I'm like, I don't give a shit about this ride. I don't think you thought the ride was based on the movie. And well, yeah, if anything, mm-hmm. like. I don't. I don't think knowledge of Disneyland rides translates into a movie audience very reliably. Just Especially make a when movie you, that people when, like. When you live in a country that doesn't have a Disneyland or exactly. close access to a Disneyland, which, if your movie is going to be a big success, is most of the audience. Mm. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about now and then. I've forgotten the song already. Then now, and now, now and then. Now it, and then. We were friends then and still now. Now and then. Then and now. Now and then. Yeah. Come on, Bobby. Let's go party. Now, now and now. then. Now and then. Now and then. Christina yeah. Ricci. Yeah. Rosie. <laughs> O'Donnell. Then she was Christina Ricci. Now she's Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. Now and then. It does actually. The song does now sound and like, and then that's the ending, like the theme song for a sitcom. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, B and it's and kind of the sh- the the film doesn't sitcom have sitcom energy. energy. No, it could. But, yeah, because it would be cool if you made a sitcom called Now and Then, and you had four actresses and four actresses playing each other. Yeah, and like in in present day, you have their little adventure that they're going up to, but it refers to something that they did as kids, mm-hmm. and you get that instead of having flashbacks of those actors doing something that they did, yeah, the kids do it, yeah, because all of How I Met Your Mother is flashbacks, the whole thing. Oh right, they could, yeah, if this but was instead, How of, your instead of like them showing the meeting of Barney, and it's just them, you have them as like actual kids. Doing yeah, stuff. but I feel like as a TV show, this is like a Disney show. For children. Or... Whereas this... Like family ties. This is a drama for teens. Mm. Or pe- people that are coming of age. Because this is a coming of age film, Isaac. It is. I don't know if you, know. you asked me at one point, what genre is this? They I'll age. tell you. It's coming of age. You know that kind of movie? But this movie 
boldly ask the question, what if coming of age, but it's all girls? And what if a coming of age, but it also teases several other things that don't happen? Yeah, what if coming of age, but you keep getting... You expect it you, to be something that it's not. You feel like there's a Stephen King story around the corner the entire time, but it just never really eventuates, and it's actually just real life, and you're like, oh. Which is basically what real life is all the time. Every now and then I'll see a shadow that looks terrifying, but it'll yeah. turn out to be some clothes. Yeah. Like, oh, just that's my di- clothes. That's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. My childhood was like that as well. I mean, in this, they do get a little bit of a mystery to look at. Is this it? Is yeah. this it? Yeah. Have I finally found something to? Oh, well, never mind. Didn't you have that as a child, just wishing you could have a mystery? Yeah. Because every story you read and watch and hear is always about kids having a mystery to solve of some kind, Su- supernatural or otherwise. Just something to look into. You've just got, <laughs> you know. They've got a project. They get up in the morning and there's something to look into that like a parent didn't give them to do. Mm. It's not for school. You find your own passion project and you work on it with your mates. That's what these girls have. And I wanted that so... To this day, I've never found it. I, I also feel as though most of these things are made in places where the children population is quite small. So like you know small every other kid. And so stuff. I feel like... But when we were kids riding around town... There were many, many children we did not know. In so larger urban centres. Yeah, so you can't really it was hard, have like battles against this guy's mates when this guy's mates may never actually cross paths with you. And it's harder just to get a handle on a mystery. It's like, where do you start? It's just like, yeah. when there's thousands of people around. Yeah, libraries are uncool now. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no like big, dusty, old... Newspaper news Newspaper cutting section. I wish there was. Yeah. I'd I'd be in there like a shot just looking for mysteries. This is why true crime is so big now. It's everyone got this in their real life. Yeah, it's everyone getting to live their childhood (laughs) dream of having a little mystery to look into. Except it's a horrific murder and it's real and you make content out of people's that never got solved. Yeah, and that good, child is somewhere actually listening to the podcast. Or the person one. who took them is listening to the podcast, just that's chuckling. A good one. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never find me. <laughs> and then their name is mentioned like fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, now and then, the now is nineteen ninety five, I think. Yeah. And the then is nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. And it do- and the nineteen seventy does very clearly take place in a world in which, as far as everyone is concerned, child murderers do not exist. These Just children, like the seventies. Yeah, these children like it's it was like another ten years before they even put like a child a missing child on a milk carton. You know, <laughs> I'm fascinated by that point in but like probably like American history where at a certain point they were like, you know, we should do something about all these kids that keep disappearing. We should probably put a bit more effort into this Imagine and see if, if we can find some of them. Put an alert out, Amber, just to be like, hey, Amber, kids. what do you think? <laughs> Name it after me. Yeah. And <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, everyone just, I guess, just assumed that child murders didn't happen. And then whenever they found a child murder, they'd always be like, "How many have you murdered?" Like, I don't know, like a hundred, you know, because <laughs> like, there was just. No one really looked into it. There was, there was more of a kids go missing sometimes attitude you know <laughs> that we've you really re- retreated from. You go down that rabbit hole of just look Googling various murderers and mm-hmm. stats and shit. Yeah. Like the worst murderers or like mass murderers in like America or Australia kill mm-hmm. maybe 70 people. Yeah. Ma- in their lifetime. Yep. Something like, like that. 
they're like none of it's proven, but they are. Yeah. Um, there's always rumored. the the theory is that they killed these seventy yeah. people because we can relate them yada yada yada. And there's always one guy with like hundred and eighty. Yeah, there's some Just dude that. in Brazil who killed <laughs> yeah. like three hundred children. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. How? Just blowing out everyone's stats. Yeah. Just like <laughs> bumping up the average. Just a real outlier. <laughs> Ruin, ruining the graph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, no murders take place in this, no matter how likely it appears, given some of the One murder behaviors. is referred to and investigated by the children for True, some actually. reason. For True, some yeah. reason. Murders happen in the past. Now, I was confused because... So, if anyone who hasn't seen this, there's four characters. We see them all as adults at the start, and then the whole movie is kind of like a flashback to them as children. Mm-hmm. On the front cover of the DVD, it's all the adult actors and child actors together, like with their arms around each other. Oh. So I thought it was just like a big group of people, but it's not. They're, they're like they're all with... their mothers and all their daughters. Yeah, I got mother and daughter vibes, but actually, it's it's there. It's them with their various thens and nows. Yeah. And God, could you imagine if you if you made a film about mothers and daughters, but mm-hmm. it was framed for the first half as being two different stories taking place. But then you got revealed. You let, like met one at the same time. I was like, oh shit, that's a mom. Uh, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like the whole thing is like crazy stupid love. The whole thing is like crazy stupid love. Yeah, crazy love stupid that. love times four. What a film! But it's all women. Oh, <laughs> much like this movie. <laughs> what if it was all women? Now, Isaac, did you like now and then? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing really to not like about now and then. Like, it's not bad. It's not bad, is mm. it? It's like, it's not great. No. It, but it's, it's, there's nothing bad about it. I think, you know, it's not for me. Mm. It's not something we need to watch again. It's not, it's, not, it's not made for me and it's not aimed at me. And that's fine. So that made it a pretty hard watch for me, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if maybe I don't particularly like coming of age... Or children. Stories or children. <laughs> just like kids, just like hanging around. See, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. shit's happening. Well, I mean, talk const- about... Constantly. Constant, talk about mysteries to solve. They are solving a mystery, just they, like these girls. They are solving mysteries, but like their lives are on the line and ultimately the world. <laughs> but it you does still, turn out to be the world. Yeah. But it does turn out to be the world. But there's still lots of vibing and coming of age stuff and romance between, you know, like, you know, pubescent romance, like, ooh, they like each other. And they have life struggles to do with parents and bullies and whatever. Mm-hmm. So this sort of, I think that's why we kept looking for the Stephen King plot to start. I was so excited about it. It really is sort of hinting at so some the, sort so of. So were the girls. Yeah, some sort of supernatural element was going to come in. They were excited but, about it too. Yeah, but uh, it never happened. That, and, you know, in another way, which it's the opposite of From Dust Till Dawn, which is a boys' movie for boys. Mm-hmm. And the vampires show up in that, like, after halfway yep. through the movie. It's kind of an after, kind of an afterthought. Here, kept waiting for vampires to show up. Never does. I guess girls don't want vampires in their movies. You know, I, uh, maybe they don't. Unless it's Robert Pattinson. It took a, took them another like 10, 15 years to crack the code when, and well, realize... Buffy, Buffy was happening at the same time as this. True, actually. Girls so have always liked maybe vampires. Maybe they're like, let's tease vampires because people want it, but let's not give them vampires. Is they're Angel a vampire or is he an angel? Angel's a vampire. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they're like sexy I think, vampires. I think Angel has some sort of difference about it. I don't know. 
I honestly didn't watch it. No, he got his own show, didn't he? Yeah. For multiple seasons. Two seasons, actually. What's mm. going on there? It's Booth. No shade, I'm sure it's great. This coming-of-age comedy drama film... See, I've, I've got nothing to really say about it. Directed... <laughs> directed by Leslie Linker Glatter. Oh. Heck of a name. Wow. Who is uh, primarily known for her work on Mad Men and Homeland. Primarily known for her work on this. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Love Homeland. She's for those two shows. She has received eight nem, um, Emmy nominations. Jeez, but didn't win. But no wins. Mm. Wouldn't that drive you up the fucking wall? You just keep nominating. I'll come back again, I guess. Yeah. But at, after the fourth one, you're like, maybe, yeah. maybe they're just doing this out of pity because yeah. they couldn't get enough people to come to the event. It's maybe all, it's all bureaucracy. Maybe that's their approach. With, you know, because there's always dipping interest in those award ceremonies, isn't it? They're like, let's just do twenty nominees per category. That'll get people in. <laughs> Every film is nominated. Everyone's nominated. Everyone can win. Vote. If you're on a screen, you're nominated. What? Imagine though. If, That'd be fun. If everyone was nominated, and then one film has this one TikTok star who has like billions of followers, who is terrible. Yeah. And then that person just wins because they all fucking load in. They all vote. Let's do that. I think one year they need to do 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 like the Oscars. No nominees. Anyone can vote. Just t- It's just idle. Just do it like American Idol. You just pick. Just pick. Pick a rando. Is that People's Choice Award? Who are the people that vote for a People's Choice Award? I assume. Because one just, of the characters receives one in this film. I assume that they just. The like, people? A, How did you do vote a on that? Of a hundred people at a mall somewhere. Is that yeah? Or several malls. <laughs> well, yeah. Like in the nineties, how are you voting on a People's Choice? It's literally just a desk somewhere, or just someone with a clipboard saying, "Hey, did you see these movies?" No. They they just never do mind. S- move along, move along. They you just look do like a young upcoming young young person. Would you? What did <laughs> just, you see these movies? Just upcoming young. <laughs> You're not an up and coming person. Looks <laughs> like you'll be a person soon. Did you like Mad Men? Are you shopping? Oh, here, yeah, sign this form. For a free Coke voucher. <laughs> what are you it's pro- they probably did them at the at cinemas. Maybe. Have you ever had to fill out a fill a form at a cinema? No, and I would refuse to if someone offered. I've watched anyone. several films and then afterwards when we're leaving, there's a few people there with their iPads going, Hey, how did you think of the movie? We oh, wanna, true, yeah, I've seen like the to iPad answer, people. Answer some of these ones, some of these. I like it. I have a good time. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Why not? Oh, you get no. to feel like a film reviewer. It's it's like having a podcast where you talk about films. Yeah, new films. I, say, I think not films from 1994. I I really feel like I do enough film reviewing <laughs> for no point as it is without 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 succumbing to the wi- the will of the iPad people. The iPad people, written by. <laughs> Written by L. Marlene King, or I. Marlene King, more likely, who's mostly known as the showrunner for Pretty Little Liars, which I've heard of. That's something, isn't it? It is something. I think that's one of those. Something I haven't watched, but yeah, something. It's something. This film received unfavorable reviews upon release. What a shame. But was a box office success, grossing $37.5 million against a $12 million budget. Dude. In and the nineties. In the nineties, so that's a that's a chunk of change. Is that Brendan's highest grossing film so far? Quite likely. <laughs> Could be. Encino Man got forty. Oh, 
So this nearly got as much money as Encino Man. Well, Encino Man did sort of fail and became a cult thing later. Well, funny you say that. This is considered a cult classic now, apparently, as well. Now and then. For its yeah, yeah, wow. not not then, but oh, now. Wow. For its depiction of girlhood and centering on female friendships. Oh, I do adorable. feel like the cult classic moniker. Is, is given away too much. Like, what are the rules? Yeah. It's like if ten people really like this movie, cult classic, right there. Just if anyone, if anyone remembers a film, it's a cult classic. <laughs> Twenty years later, like, well, it must be a cult classic because that's the only way a film stays in people's minds. My 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 thing on cult classic films is I expect them to be good. Like it could have yeah. failed at the time, but if it's a cult classic, well, no, I, think... I want to go back to it and be like, this is actually surprisingly good. I think cult classic movies can be bad, but people have an affection for them. Like The Room? Like The Room, but yeah. But I think there's I think there's a lot of... There's those movies that people have been putting on as a joke for 20 years. Like The Room? That, that's a cult classic, <laughs> yeah. Or people watch like it high, Hall. or... Yeah, I guess. Which has that, never been my thing. Haven't seen it. You know, yeah, yeah, I think we've talked about we've that. We've talked about that, mm. yeah. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen many films, like I said. Mm. I'm not really a film guy. <laughs> That's what I'm realizing. I see a lot of those. I don't think I, I don't, don't have the, I don't have the time. I don't think I like them. <laughs> <laughs> so now and then is about these four girls. And they live in they Shelby, live in Indiana, Shelby, Indiana, in a in a purpose built suburb called the Gaslight Edition. Yeah, which is so funny now that that term has been repopularized mm. to mean what it means. I can't find an application of it to this story that's funny. But just to live in a live in the gaslight neighborhood, I just think or do about you? The fact that those gaslights, the, the the neighborhood is full of actual gas lanterns. Yeah, gas costs money. Lovely. This is an expensive neighborhood to live in. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, well, they're pretty. Those gas lights are running all night, every night. They're pretty nice houses. Yeah, oh, I'd love. I'd love. I wish we still had gas lights. I mean, you can get them. Yeah, I know, but but well, I, I don't want to maintain them. Mm. I just want to live in a society. You need to have a Lin-Manuel Miranda character from the new Mary Poppins movie to come and light them and turn them off every night. Yeah. Or Dick Van Dyke. He's still going. He is still going, but he's, he's, fine. Not, he's not a lamplighter. He's a chimney sweep. Yeah, but... Lin-Manuel Potato, potato. It's still stuff on <laughs> long sticks. It's basically the same. Yeah. No, they have ladders. Lin-Manuel has a ladder. Oh, okay. Dick Van Dyke gets a long stick. You ever seen someone cleaning a traffic light? No. Speaking of ladders and sticks and stuff people do on the street. <laughs> Saw that the other night. At night time? At a certain point, people go out with little ladders and a little van, and they get up with a little brush, and they clean the traffic lights. Oh, that's so cool. Good on them. That's awesome. And that's what keeps civilization going. That is that is a fairy tale job right now. That's like... <laughs> I guess... You can make a movie about that. You wouldn't see it, but you could make a movie. I wouldn't see it. I don't really see movies. (laughs) And in Shelby, Indiana, so yeah, this this movie boldly asks the question, what if there was no it monster and everyone just sort of vibed? Yep. And they went to where the it monster is, but instead they just they just die from natural causes. (laughs) (laughs) The kids are playing. There's lots of there's lots of bikes. There's we, st- we start in their childhood. There's that golden haze over everything, like how you remember your childhood. They're playing Red Rover. I loved that game. Yeah, I loved the game, that the well, the version that we played. How did you I play like it? what these guys played. With That's where you, holding hands you hold shit. hands in two rows, and you and they say, Red Rover, Red Rover, I send blah, blah over. So each team picks someone, 
on the other side, and then they run over, and you have to try and run through and break the handhold. See, we break never through, had break through the line. Ours was knives. Ours was like one yeah. person started as it, and then the line of people, Ooh. and then you call someone, and then they run. You got to tag them, and if you tag them, they're also it with you, and then the line of people. Oh, there. like the line of people have to tag them. No, the line of people have to get past without getting tagged, and if you get tagged, you're you're it, and then the rest of the line until there's one person Ooh. remaining. And okay. Like, well, it's your go, Tony, and Tony's okay. got to try and dodge everybody to get to the other side. Right. Without getting it, like. That's a more dynamic game, yeah. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I love But I played the version they're playing, we have to run through the line. I, I would obliterate them, mate. If you're holding hands with with your bro, yeah. you just do that forearm grip. You're doing wrist you're to wrist? Wrist to wrist grip. You're just, Wouldn't stop you're gonna, me. Wouldn't stop yeah. me. I was big as well when we were kids. Okay. I was that big kid. What if those wrist to wrists like come up under your, under your chin? Nah, not, nah. You get them, you get them so, so it hits your, your full stomach and then you just lay down. You hit them full speed, so and they you have in, to let go. And you intentionally aim towards the ground, <laughs> and if and if they don't let go, both those arms are just getting ripped out of their sockets, mate. <laughs> That's Red Rover. It it's, seems it's not red till someone's arm's been ripped off. That's what I would say, and they would go, "All right, Sam, that that's enough." And I would go, "Let's play it again." I want another one. And so they all grow up into different famous. <laughs> yeah, I talked a lot like Venom as a child. <laughs> they all. Grow- they all grew up into different famous actors that are successful at different things. One of them is an actor. She's got People's Choice Award. One of them is Rosie O'Donnell now, but she's an obstetrician she's gynecologist. GP. Is she? I saw like gynecology textbooks. I thought she was more explicitly. Okay. She's a doctor. Baby doctor. But it is. Yeah. I enjoyed the, the, the moment in the limo. She probably does some other where stuff. She's as well. driving the limo to the hospital. Yeah. And so, that's enough screaming now. I'm yeah. driving. Shut up. That is funny away, that she's the option. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you need to be in the back, mate. Um, so good. <laughs> uh, the other one grows up to be a science fiction writer and dress like H.G. Wells. <laughs> she looks brilliant. Mm-hmm. Demi Moore. No, um, yes, it is Demi yeah. Moore. What is she in? Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi Moore's uh, a name that exists in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, that's Demi she's Moore. She's been over married there. to both Ashton Kutcher and Bruce Willis at separate times. Oh, yeah, those films. Mm. They're the films. She's an actor, she's right? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Lots, like things. See what I mean? Things. See what I mean? I See, I'd get her. I'd get her. Like, if I was to name films, I'd probably name, like, Penelope Cruz movies. Okay. Like, Demi Moore strikes me as a person who could have been in. She's done a lot of Penelope or... Cruz movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And then the other one... G.I. Jane. She oh. was G.I. Jane. Okay. Nailed nice. it. Nailed it. Well done. One film. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she needed. Been riding high off that ever since. And then the other one, Chrissy, she grows up to be sort of a housewife, homemaker. Mm. She lives, still lives in the house with the treehouse and stuff. Anyway. It took a while to have kids, though. They made it. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's been 20 years. Been sleeping on that. Yeah, with a guy that she met when she was 12. Yeah, with a guy who hit on her while her friend was fighting someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's what's so great about this friendship group. They There's rich diversity and they have different priorities. Now, yeah, they make the pact they're going to come back together whenever they needed each other, mm-hmm. which, again, too vague. You at least need to, like, live close to each other. Yeah, the pact gonna... from Stephen King's It makes much more sense. If it comes back, 
we come back. Yeah, very specific criteria. We're not yeah. just like coming back anytime one of us is having a hard time. Yeah, or anytime a kid dies in town. Because we... It's, if it's... Because this is 1970, that's going to happen a lot. Yeah. They're going to fall out windows, out of trees. There's they're gonna, murderers. They're going to vanish. Mm. Old Petey's going to But if a whole them. lot of them start happening within a series of a couple of months slash weeks. The rule is more than four kids in one month, then we come back together. Yeah. Pennywise is back. But, but these chicks, they're, they're like, like being vague about that. Yeah. I mean. When one of us needs all of us, yeah. we'll come back. But, like, she's having a baby, but, like, it's not a crisis. She's living a... She needs to be, like, homeless and having a baby. And they're like, okay, we're getting the crew back together. But her life is fine. Yeah, I thought that the reason they were back is, like, her husband may have died. And she's yeah. having the baby, or he's left, and she's having the baby. She's yeah. alone having the baby. That'd be good. It's octuplets. Yeah, they don't know who the father is, because she's been so, having a great time. And yeah. that's great. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they, she just needs her friends. Because so, it feels like, so we were all best friends. We will love each other forever. But we are never going to see each other unless things are bad. Like, <laughs> why don't you just agree to see each other once a year? And you'll probably mop up most of the times when you need each other. You're like, well, I'd love to see them, but I'm seeing them in a couple of months. So we don't have to all like rebook flights again now. We can just yeah. leave it till then. Yeah, Come meet the child. That's my advice. After it's like had its time, that's what I to would be do. Cleaned. But otherwise, it's too undefined. Anyway, they reunite in Shelby, Indiana, <laughs> in Gaslight Town. Yes, ready to be gaslit. Yeah, no wonder she turns up in a stretched limo. Screw you, man! You didn't have to come in that. Come yeah. in anything. No, she hella rich. Got to be in the limo. She can't drive. Well, then just get a cab. Like, yeah, that's her cab. Tell you what, people get one People's Choice Award. And it goes right to their heads. I like the logo that they had on the People's Choice Awards, which is just two hands almost grasping each other. It's like, oh, is the, 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 the people have chosen. The logo of the neighborhood. No, of the People's Choice Award. When, oh. the, when the camera came across oh, yeah. it in the credits, it's just two hands like gently grasping That's each other. That's the symbol of the people. The people have chosen. United. They chose you. In a game of Red Rover. And they all kind of vibe for a while. They're grilling out the back. And yeah, there's this tree house. This tree is like, it's a house in a tree. It's in like, super good nick for 20 I'm sorry. years worth of time living in a tree. Yeah, but it, it's so big. Hmm. That's one of the things where, if, like, if I'd seen this as a child in the 90s, that would have burned into my brain. It's, it's like, like Troy Bolton's That's possible. That, yeah. Troy Bolton has a badass tree house. It's very cool. Or the tree house from the movie Jack starring Robin Williams. And also, those, those dudes yes. Like the several story thing. I wanted a tree house so much. Same. Didn't even have a tree. We built um, a tree, tree platforms in several different trees, mm -hmm. but they never had walls or roofs. They were just platforms in trees. Yeah, or windows. Yeah. Or bird feeders. Or a balcony. Yeah. With railings and ladders and shit. You climbed the tree to get to your tree platform. Yeah. It wasn't the kind of place you're going to climb up into with your three adult friends and your baby <laughs> to, to have a... No, there's not going to be open French doors and all these cushions. Yeah. And... See, that's a girl treehouse. Tree they know house, what they're doing. Your Better Homes and Gardens treehouse that's set up for photos. What if it starts raining? You've got to run out there. You've got to close those windows up. Otherwise, yeah. all those cushions are going to get moldy yep. and disgusting. Yeah. It's yuck. It's yuck. Yeah, it looked very new. It, but it, good for them. It literally it fell down. And she's like, oh, all the girls are coming back. I need to get the treehouse back. So she bought another one, got it installed. They won't notice. So we, we flash back to the summer of 1970. 
nobody sure why. <laughs> and they're like, started out like any other summer. Americans have a relationship to summer that we don't we, have. No, but I mean partly because our seasons are backwards, so summer is Christmas. But like they talk yeah. about summer like it's a three month trip somewhere they all take every year and they're like it's the song of the summer it's the drink of the summer you remember that summer i don't remember any specific summers i remember years of my life i remember times i don't Not remember like remember that summer, summer. like yeah. i i'd never sensed summer like beginning and then i guess i had english summers to begin with and then i had fuck off australian summers so it's all over the shop <laughs> But America, at least in their collective imagination and in media, summer is something that is a real event every year. And no one's doing anything else except summer stuff. A lot of them go to camps too. I've been very jealous of that my whole life. (laughs) Like going to camp is something that we didn't get to do. No. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it. No. See, I don't want that. If you were ingrained into it and it became a thing, like, yeah, camp would be cool. But if it's just, hey... They've started this camp. We're going to get rid of you for three weeks. Yeah, you have to stay there all the time. Like, no, mum. I can see myself liking it as a parent. Yeah, as a parent. I think. No, mum. I don't want to. Genius, genius idea. (laughs) Give my child to complete strangers. Give my child to complete strangers. I've seen many horror films about murders. It's the 70s. What's the worst that can happen? I'm sure the institutional (laughs) protections for children are as strong as they could reasonably be. Get out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what's that Scouts Honor documentary on Netflix? That's it's very concerning. Is it like Scouts here or Scouts there? It's 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 Boy Scouts of America. Okay. But um, yeah. Basically, it's not thing. funny. It's a, it's a horrifying story. But it's it's just it's it's worse than I thought it was gonna. Oh Jesus! Like boy, like okay, this is all I say on it. Okay. Because it's not funny. No. It's devastating. Boy Scouts of America is worse than the Catholic Church. What? And the Catholic Church is a global organization. Fuck that shit. Apparently Boy Scouts of America is worse. They declared bankruptcy in 2020 because of all the lawsuits. I didn't realize that. Everything sucks. People are shit. People are people are people are awful. But not in this. Not in this film. Not in this film. You meet not one now awful just, person. You meet a couple of shitty kids. You see, you see some people that are going through some stuff. But they're kids. But they're kids, and it's fine. Yeah. We in this, we're just remembering 1970, and it's all fine and fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, what That's do you what say? That glaze is okay, start. I'm struggling to know what to talk about here <laughs> because, like, we can go through what happens, but not a lot. Does. But nothing actually does okay, happen. I, I want to start, and that early fine. on. Early on in their in their in their journey yeah, you, over the summer. You they have a seance in the cemetery. Yeah. It's made clear that they've done this before and it's never worked. Yeah. One, One of the of- girls is like, I want to talk to Marilyn Monroe. And like, we've tried that before. She doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> she said that explicitly. She didn't answer. Obviously, that means she ignores us. So they yeah. pick a random gravestone. She's mean. In the cemetery. This is middle of the night, by the way. They pick yeah. a random gravestone that says, Dear Johnny. Not someone's name, just Dear Johnny. And all I thought was like, okay, so some random war, war, like uh, uh, a guy who died right, yeah. overseas sent, sent a letter to someone here. Yeah, like a Dear Nobody, John. A Dear John. I thought, it was That's a, what yeah, I, thought. I thought it was a Dear John thing. And it turns out it's not that. But Dear Johnny, they pick this gravestone and they're like, I want to talk to this guy. And then yeah. one of them fakes it and she's like, 
Oh, yeah. he's here. He's talking to so us. So it's just like crazy. These 12, they're 12. They're explicitly 12, this whole storyline. They all sneak out of their houses at night. Parents have no to idea. Go to the cemetery, which they is go in the middle a, of a forest. They go to a cemetery in the middle of a forest and light candles and do seances. Fuck yeah. The these 70s, are cool man. kids. Uh-huh. That's the 70s. <laughs> and you just... We See, can't. That's, that's why you remember summer so much, because you fucking did terrifying things. Yeah, I guess I just didn't do anything memorable enough in my no, summer. I've never tried to commune with the dead. N- no, it yet. Ne- it a- never occurred to me to want to commune I'm, with the dead. Yeah, I'm embarrassed now. It never even occurred to me. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing you could do. I didn't even think to try. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so they're all into witchcraft and seances and tarot reading and uh-huh. stuff. So they talk to Dear Johnny. It doesn't work. And then... Well... Uh, of, <laughs> surprisingly, say, it doesn't work. You say that. But then, then immediately... It rains. A single lightning bolt crashes into a tree nearby and it starts flogging down out of nowhere. Yeah, it's and raining. And they scream and they run. But then one of them sees something in the distance behind yeah. them. And she's like, there's something there! And they run. And yeah. then they see... Crazy Pete? I think it is Crazy Pete. It's just yeah. Crazy Pete. And yeah. he's just riding through the cemetery or as at we, Yeah, as we called him, Cemetery Man. Mm. Crazy. Just riding through the cemetery in the middle of the night. As you do. As you yeah. fucking do when you're an old dude. I'm well, gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm old, I'm just gonna ride through the cemetery at night. That's very on brand for you. Thanks. Yeah. So Crazy Pete, he's sort of the Boo Radley of the story. <laughs> looming over the story. <laughs> But Boo Radley had the common decency to be creepy in his house. Pete is out and about every night. But he's creepy just at creep, night time creeping when he around, knows people aren't out. Creeping in cemeteries. I mean, on one level, if you're walking around the cemetery at night and creepy Pete is there, it's a kind of on you at that point. <laughs> if you want to be scared, he's like, well, that's your fault, bro. It's night time. This is when I come here to do my creepy stuff. <laughs> Why are you here? To do my nightly vigil. Imagine Creepy Pete getting terrified that there are people in there. (laughs) 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 He walks over. Could you you guys stop doing seances? Because it's actually starting to really weird me out. (laughs) And I'm trying to to do my silent bike riding. He's got mud on one hand. (laughs) It's like a dead bird. (laughs) This is weird. This is my feather collecting time. And I'd really rather you or you children weren't here. This is where I come to collect dried out flowers. This is. <laughs> I make potpourri. Yeah. This is the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. And then I put all the potpourri in a smell proof container and put it in the cupboard because the world doesn't deserve it. <laughs> anyway, the film. Um, so that's something that happens. Um and then, like the set, the the grave breaks open or something. They yeah, go so back they and go back the next day dear to, Johnny's, to put Johnny to sleep or to say sorry or whatever it is. Yeah, to, and the, the headstone is cracked, and they realize they've they've risen him from the underworld. And so they need to discover who he is. And scary birds are flying around. The whole, like as I said, at this point, for a world where nothing supernatural is happening, they're having very bad luck in terms of all the coincidences. <laughs> like this isn't kids, you know, making leaps of logic. This is all genuinely scary stuff where the only reasonable conclusion is we have risen this man from the grave. This dear Johnny. And he now stalks the town. Dear's Johnny. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, more like here's Johnny, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and he's going to stalk the world and make bad things happen until they discover what happened to him Yeah, so that they can set him at rest. Oh, wouldn't you love that? And that is that is a premise for a great horror film. Right? You would that, just never have felt more alive than at that moment. When trying to put someone back to sleep. Trying to put someone back in the grave. You're Fuck 12 yeah. years old with your mates, Fuck cycling yeah. around, also having feuds. So there's an ongoing feud with, uh, with the Wormer boys, mm-hmm. led by Head Wormer. Yeah, I think that's their surname. I think they're all brothers. Okay. Odd. Did you recognize the main one? No. Played by Devon Sawa, who also plays the human form of Casper. Holy fuck, he does. Opposite Holy Christina shit. Ricci. They're best friends. They get to kiss in two movies. Yes, yeah, so this is their second film together. Oh, did they? It was Casper before this. Uh, I don't know. This is either their first or second film I th- together. I think Casper's after this because she's older in Casper. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that's that. Dude, did two films. Nice. Yep, did two films. They So they've got, they're feuding with the boys. So I guess this mystery does, is kind of the spine because they, yeah, everything they, else they, that happens is sort of. to investigate Johnny. Yeah. One of the big things they have to do is they have to go to a library in another town. And they're like, there's no way we could cycle that far. Okay, let's cycle that far. Let's just do it. And they're just having a good time. They They, have a little bit of a picnic on the way. They pull over. Yeah, like they get burgers. She's got the radio on the bike. So they're listening to music. They're having a good time. Very cool. Um, They go to the lake. They all fall into the lake. Don't even worry about their phones. Hilarious. Imagine not worrying about your phone. Life just seems so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, you can't push people in pools and stuff anymore, can you? We lived that life where we could. We, and yeah. we did. We did that. We were the last people. Uh-huh. We were the last people in history. Until in about 70 years when it all goes away. Yeah. We- <laughs> and then you'll just be pushing people <laughs> but then there's, But then there's no pools. <laughs> then you can just... Just pushing people into the acid sea. <laughs> yeah. And I was having a good time. Yeah. the The boys are there... A lot of, lot of naked children in this, probably more than I would have Yeah, more than I thought for. the 90s would have liked, but apparently but I guess, things were yeah, lax. I guess it's fine. Yeah, so they creep up, they see the boys who are swimming, the boys are naked, they're like, ooh. We, see, we saw his thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, says, she says, I saw his penis, paws, and the balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them I mean, like, I'm going to look, but... I don't, I don't want to. Um, I'm just doing it. Of course, it you don't. Because of the peer pressure. Yeah. I tell, uh-huh. <laughs> I tell uh-huh. you what, if you saw the penis and not the balls, that's a very unique situation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. This, this is all very strange. This it stuff. is very strange. They're talking about the size. <laughs> mm. And they're like, it wasn't very big. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're in the lake. You're swimming in the lake. They're swimming in the lake. And they're all just four dudes being naked together. It's just four, four guys being dudes. Four brothers being naked together. It's the 70s. It's different. It is different. It's different. Can't do that now. You really can't. You know why? Because you're on your phone. Yeah. Your phone's always watching. Yeah. Your phone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't be naked around your phone. And then the girls steal their clothes and it's a whole big thing. So it's a total victory for the Perfect girls. Prank. Perfect prank. Perfect prank. Don't push it too far. They drop the clothes at a certain yeah. point. I, was like, I thought maybe just drop the underwear and ride off with the clothes because the dudes did... Like water bomb them earlier. They in, did water bomb the them. Summer, so they did have to get back at them. Yeah. I thought, give them their underwear back, make them return home in their undies. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. That's it's decent. Yeah, or underwear and shirt. Yeah, equally embarrassing. It is just pants, just shirt, 
just shirt, just shirt socks shirt socks shirt socks that's yeah that, that is the worst one <laughs> at that well, you point you can make yourself a nice little skirt out of a shirt when they leave you shirt socks you're like do i do i even put the shirt on at this point because <laughs> none of the shirts are long that's they're right. all like short yeah. midriff shirts anyway it's fucking, the 70s. <laughs> fucking it's fucking winnie the pooh motherfucker <laughs> wandering back into town I'm on his bike That'd be uncomfortable. On the bike as well. You're like, yeah, so I'm pushing the bike. I'm like, but no, I need to get there fast. I'm standing up the whole time. <laughs> anyway, so that's that whole bit. This is all on the way to them to get to the goddamn library. They get to the, they've been swimming. They dry yeah. off while riding the rest of the way. Yeah, which you would. And they get to the library. They're reading the newspapers to discover the mysteries of dear Johnny. Yeah. And what was it? They found some information about him. I, they found they find first they find information about Christina Ricci's dead mum. Yeah, and then we're we're made to n- so find she, out that she was just told that she died instantly in a car crash a while back, but the newspaper tells her that she suffered for a little while. Yeah, and that would obviously affect That's you. Very upsetting. Then they find stuff about dear Johnny, and they find out that wait no, no they find out that a kid named Johnny mm-hmm. and his mum were murdered. Yeah, and that a guy named Pete. And we've heard about Crazy Pete previously to this, so like yeah. obviously you make that connection immediately. Yeah. A guy named Pete was the father, and he returned home to find them both murdered. The only theory that the police pose is that a burglar came in, found out people were home, shot them, and left. Yeah. That's the only theory. Yeah. And immediately, you're like, well, I think Pete... Pete them. definitely fucking did that. Yeah. All the cops did like, that. Yeah. All the fucking cops A man did named that. Pete, known for night cycling... <laughs> Was recently think, struck by tragedy. <laughs> after his family died at night. He doesn't want to be in the house while it's night time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because it reminds you of your crimes. Yeah. You have to escape. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave town or anything. Yeah. Just ride around creepily. Such a payoff. Like, they picked that grave randomly. I know. What a payoff. So good. The odds of this all coming together. Again, absolute dream. Like, it's good writing. Oh. It's good writing. Like no wonder sh- she wrote for Mad Men. Yeah. That's so cool. Well directed. Oh, is the, sh- the writer from this is the showrunner for... Pretty Little Lies. Pretty Little Lies. The director directed a bunch of Mad Men nice. and Homeland. See? It makes sense. Like, all these kids, like, they should be depressed when they get older, because nothing will come close to this. No. <laughs> the thrill of this mystery mm. and, like, having a payoff for it, life isn't like that. No. It's... Would it be kind of like, you know how there are, the, the, you know, those people who high school, oh, tell high me about school it. was the height. High school was yep. the thing. They talk about high school or yep. college, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. were the best days. Yeah. They'd be like that, but worse because you're children at this point. Or do you just become yeah. a cop so you get this all the time? If you solve mysteries as a kid, do you then become a cop? Do you have to? You know, sometimes I think about I should have just been a police officer and I know a cab, etc. But. Just to be a detective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, maybe that's the only... It's the only way to get this? Because, like, yeah. It's you already know that, that so much horrific stuff happens to people, and you find out about it in your regular life anyway. You're not protected from it because mm. you're not a detective. Yeah. And I know they don't like they don't seem particularly happy or anything either, but you'd have that's moments. True. You'd have moments of payoff. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you can ask for. My favorite bit in this sequence was when Roberta gets upset about finding the information about her mom and she like tearfully photocopies. But there's like this weird old photocopy in this massive book and she's like heaving this book around <laughs> while crying. That it was, was good. pretty good, yeah. Has to be said, and we haven't said it yet, 
these four kids are excellent. Like, I was not engaged by the story at all and wasn't particularly enjoying it. But I personally think all of their performances were great. I think the worst actor of them all is the character who grows up to become an actor. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's well, she's kind of the the least of a character, really. Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't have a she thing. She doesn't get enough. She doesn't have Thora an Birch, arc. and then Melanie Griffith. Mm. Yeah, she's just sort of there. Yeah, and the I think time. her emotional arc has already taken place because it it comes to comes to light that one of the girls' parents are splitting up, and she just doesn't like her parents anymore because of that, understandably. And yeah. then she's like, "That's do you like your parents?" That's yeah, that's Samantha's parents. Samantha's parents. Yeah, and then. Um, she's like, do you like your parents to the blonde one? And mm-hmm. she's like, nah, I don't even know them. Yeah. They're probably dicks. Like, <laughs> I don't you really, already had your emotional arc. I don't really think about them much. Yeah, I've emotionally I don't, I don't, disconnected from my entire family. I don't know them. And I'm fine now. I'm okay. I'm actually going to be the richest one of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a, the, I'm, I'm going to be the people's choice. <laughs> None of you losers. <laughs> yeah. So that one's Samantha, played by Demi Moore as an adult who's been in one film. And yes, G.I. Jane. Child is her is played by Gabby Hoffman, who I know very well from that TV show Transparent. Remember that with Jeffrey Tambor, who plays a trans woman? You oh. saw that? Excellent show. Ended kind of in disrepute because of... Is the parent for parent? Tambor's behavior. Is well, it? it's, you know, many meanings. Okay, that's cool. It's just called Transparent. But yeah, Gabby Hoffman is in that as, um, as you might expect in the 2010s, an adult. Whoa. Yeah. So wow. that, that kind time. of blew that kind of blew my mind. I got time this. linear. And then we've got Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, fantastic pairing. And then Chrissy is played by Rita Wilson as an adult, who's I, I recognise her. Rita face. Wilson's in, a, in quite a few things, namely she's married to Tom Hanks. You nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Tom Hanks. Well done. Big collector of typewriters. Tom I Hanks. That Not Rita Wilson. Well. By extension, she probably buys. A she's she's around a lot of typewriters, yeah. And uh, I mean, I like typewriters, but I would only ever really need one. Yeah, because you're not you're not going to use several. Nah, but of once them. you get into it, yeah, they're different. You can't buy one Lego set. You can't. You have to have more. No, you can't buy one because it's lame. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own Lego, but no, nah, I just thought cool. I'm just going to piss off the Lego fandom. Lego's stupid. All of our listeners who have Lego. All the Lego, all the Lego people. That's probably Sam only says that because Sam hasn't built Lego in too long. As soon as yeah. you build some Lego, Sam. Oof. That's why I want to build a train set instead. Out of Lego? No, just a train set. Just, just, just whittle yeah, it. It's much more weirder to have a like a HO scale train set. That is weird. Mm. Yeah, that's much more serial killer coded. Yeah. Lego yeah. is too mainstream. <laughs> yeah, Lego sort of Big Bang Theory <laughs> energy. Yeah. And so Chrissy, Rita Wilson as an adult, played by a child as Ashley Aston Moore, who I was very upset to learn this. I only looked it up at the end of the movie. She passed away um, in 2007 oh. from a heroin overdose. That is horrible. She's great in this. Yeah. I think she was great as well. I feel like... She her character is sort of is meant to be fat. I think she's this. meant to be the fat one. She's of meant the to group. be the fat one, which she's I just own. like a regular kid though. Yeah, I'm just picking that up from context clues of her like eating a lot in scenes yeah. where no one else is eating. You know, if I don't eat every two hours, I get nauseous. Yeah, but I'm like that's she's that's not a, a fat 
child. Oh, yeah, because I, I read Kirsten Dunst was offered her role, but didn't want to, quote unquote, ruin her figure to be in the movie. So I Kirsten Dunst would have had to gain weight to play this normal looking child role. Why not just change the, what the fuck? And it's just completely unnecessary to the storyline as well. Yeah, but also this girl, this young girl, looks a lot more like Rita Wilson than Kirsten Dunst does. True, true. I just if you're writing, if you're having to cast children in a story, don't write a fat one. No. Because whoever you cast, you're going to mess with their head. Would you like to play the fat one? Yeah. Oh. oh. Write characters, and then if an overweight child auditions for it, you might cast them, and yeah. like, well, that's that now. But don't write character description. Bit of a bit Chrissy, of a, the fat one. Yeah, bit of a. She likes uh, to eat. Bit of a chunk. Push him over, bounces right back up. If you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, um, literally, Chunk in the Goonies. That guy had a bit of a weird life after, after playing Chunk. After playing Chunk, well, yeah. yeah. How do, do the you, truffle shuffle? How do you bounce back from that? Well, quite well if you're Chunk, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> they write themselves. See, they write they themselves. themselves. Oh. Oh, okay, fuck. Okay, we're getting through this. But then cycling back from the library, this is the best bit of the whole movie. This is a very important part. This is where Brendan motherfucking Fraser is in the film. He's in it for one scene. Uncredited. Uncredited? Yeah, I didn't he see is, his name. He is uncredited in this film. Oh. I don't... Because he's such a... Fuck, just a... Just a cool guy. Just just a ghost in the night. It's actually one of the best scenes in the film. It is. Because you see the It's girls, completely apart. The girls being girls that clearly want to be adults... Mm-hmm. And he's just being a dude. He doesn't do anything creepy. Doesn't do anything weird. Offers some advice. Has a chat. Yeah. And then they go their separate ways. Live their life. He's yeah. he's a dude who's back from Nam. Got yep. shot. He's a got Vietnam sent home. Vet. He looks. He's just awesome. a vagabond. He looks so cool in he's this. I love his look. The little I, bit of five o'clock shadow. Little bit. It, I think it's his first real facial hair we've mm-hmm. had on a Brendan. I think it is. As Emma pointed out, he's got the Rick O'Connell hair at this point. I think it's the first time we've really seen that hair. He's looking. I'm. I'm a big fan of the the hippie influences, but overlaid over still some military items. He's got his army pants and boots. Army on, pants but he's and boots. Whatever he wants on top. But then he's hella layered up top, like yeah. vest, Hawaiian shirt, denim jacket, badges. He just look. He's very cool. Great, great layering. He's limping along, and he just hangs out with this group of twelve-year-old girls for a while. Well, for about five minutes, offers yeah. them a cigarette. Yeah, they gives, take it. Gives everyone cigarettes. Drinks all their soda. I love that. Would you like a sip? <laughs> gives back the empty bottle. Yeah, and he so plays cool. this. I think in a really. Really interesting way. He's not over the top. Like he's not overly... the Fanta bottle as though he's never had Fanta. He's like, oh, that's not bad. Maybe they didn't have Fanta when he left. <laughs> Who knows when Fanta started? So cool. And he's not sort of overly grizzled. No, he's, he's, not, he's not... He's not... He's um, not playing it crazy. He's just he playing it... He also doesn't come off anti-establishment. He doesn't come off too much. Like, he's not there to be like, the government shit, your parents are terrible. Fuck the world. Yeah. He's just... Going about his life, passing through town. He's someone who's traumatized, but hasn't isn't in despair. Mm. He's just making the very good point, which every child should learn as early as possible. That like your parents aren't going to be right about everything. Just just because they're adults doesn't mean they're always always right. Yeah. 
Often the opposite. I like to picture now Brendan Fraser's character having this chat and then leaving and then living literally the first blood movie. It takes place just up the road, yeah. like two towns away. He just loses it. It's just first blood, and he just loses his shit and turns into a massive action hero and then goes to Iraq and kills 300 people. <laughs> and becomes the most successful sniper in the history of the US military. <laughs> like, the third Rambo movie, he kills close to 300 people oh. in it. It's so, like, he kills no one, and yeah. then, like, 70 people in the second one, yeah. and then a full fucking army. Isaac, you do what needs to be done. You right? do. You got. You got to save. If you're American J- interests. If you're John Matrix Rambo, <laughs> his name is John Matrix. <laughs> and people look at him and they go, "Hey, Matrix," and we just have to accept it. That's where the Wachowskis got the term yeah. "the Matrix" from. True story. Anyway, you heard it here first. <laughs> And he's like, you can believe in yourself if you're lucky. And and he so he has most of a connection with Samantha. Yeah. And I guess Samantha, her parents are divorcing. Her well, dad's Samantha out of the house. Samantha is the narrator of the thing. It's Samantha's summer that she's talking about. It's Samantha's summer. But also, I guess she's kind of lacking a strong father slash just male figure in her life. Mm-hmm. So maybe she would sort of latch onto this guy a little bit more. And um, I do enjoy that none of them grew crushes on the army dude straight away? No, everyone's real chill. Mm. All five of them are very chill this whole time, and they just have a nice little chat. On on this abandoned car next to an abandoned barn. It's so picturesque. It's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) The lawn's mowed, though, so someone someone owns the That's what you could do in 1970 as a 12-year-old. You could just ride your bike around deserted country lanes and meet, you know, semi-homeless single men and just have a nice chat with them you know what i've never done that they do and nothing bad would happen when we were kids and we rode our bikes around which we did yeah constantly i never just left my bike lying around on someone's driveway or oh, the yeah. street outside no no kickstand you immediately pull up and just ditch it into yeah, the <laughs> never done that no you put it somewhere yeah your bike either goes close to the the gate that you're walking through to someone's backyard mm-hmm. or out the backyard or if yeah. you're at the, at the park it goes where you put it, you're not just going to leave it on the street while you investigate this haunted house. No. They're going to get run over or they're going to get taken. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? How that, and it's not like we grew up in Detroit, you know, it's not like, no. it's not like we, we grew up in a high crime area. It's just a different vibe. It is a, a different, different global vibe <laughs> came about 20 years later. And the later. vibe is you don't trust anyone else. Yeah. It, I, I love, I noticed this with like back to the future i think it's so funny with something like this they're flashing back to 1970 and it's so stylized Mm. it's like shag carpets for days so cool and everyone looks like they're wearing something that you'd buy as a costume for the 1970s it's so stylized but for when this movie came out that's only 15 years ago well same thing with back to the future though it came out in the 80s and 15 years ago was yeah so, well, but 25. like, if we set a movie in 2008, mm. it's not that different. It's just flip phones. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing else. It's like flip phones and people being like, oh, no, the economy. Yeah, but when you make that movie, every single person's going to have frosted tips, spiky hair, three popped polo shirt collars. They're all going to be one, one arming that backpack. Yeah. On one shoulder, that everyone everyone wears board shorts everywhere. I guess if you really lent into it, your brand names are like Rusty or Billabong if you're Australian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billabong's still going though, isn't it? Piping hot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Remember uh, that? Yeah, I do. 
still have some. Do oh, I? Please, please don't. Don't have that. I think I still have a pair of boardies that say piping hot. Oh, but like really hard to read. Yeah. Oh, they're old as it's fuck. That, but it's that intense font where it's like... Yeah. Like, you know, know that pair of board do... shorts that everyone had that had that sh- huge embossed weirdness on your ass? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, like embroidered. Yeah. <laughs> like a shape of they a wave. They were good going out boardies. Embroidered, yeah. yeah. You wore those to the shops. Yeah. When you were going to the movies on the weekend with your friends. Yeah, or like church if to it's not special Central, church. Yeah. When you were getting Maccas in that food court upstairs. Yeah. In your good boardies. Yeah, or like weekday evening. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) And they leave him and she says, whatever you're looking for, I hope you find it. And he's, yeah, there's that bit where he's like, I try not to really hang around too much anywhere. And all the girls like, hell yeah, get it. That's cool, that's cool. 100%, 100%. I love that. I love that so much. (laughs) They're all just trying to be cool. And they all do a great job of smoking those cigarettes as well. No one's coughing. No. Because like, they're being cool. They're being they're, real cool. Yeah, but if you don't know what you're doing, it doesn't matter how hard you try. <laughs> no, they've just got it lit. They've put done it, it in before. the mouth. Don't breathe. Just Yeah, Bill Clinton style. Yeah. They're nice. <laughs> Bill. Other stuff happens. Look, I'll I'll say this. This is how like this movie oh, this movie has a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve paragraph plot summary on Wikipedia. Nice. That's how much sh- shit happens in it. Well, and one of those one of those paragraphs leads off by saying, "Meanwhile, the girls get into all sorts of other adventures." And it's that kind of a movie. It is. We get back, we know maybe something's going on with Johnny, maybe it's not, we don't know. They play softball. There's a there's a boy who's like, "Girls can't play softball. What are you doing?" And Roberta just beats the ever-living shit out of him. That was fun. That was very That was fun. a pretty good bit. They go to the Mystic. All sorts of other adventures. Yeah. They go to the Mystic and they draw some tarot cards and nothing really comes of that. Yeah, and she's just a, and weird, she's, a weird fraud. Yeah, and she pulls the cards and she's like, I don't, a really, mystic. I don't really know what these mean. <laughs> you right? Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> Best bit of that was when they, they have to pay her money and Chrissy's like, I can't believe we paid 10 treehouse dollars to do this. I'm like, 100% on board with you, Chrissy. Our problem this whole time was like, they're meant to be trying to save for a treehouse and... None of them have jobs. And they're not doing anything to make any money. No, they already, at the start of summer... They've already got one hundred and seven dollars. They okay. need twenty three more dollars to to afford this oh, okay. treehouse that's that. going to cost them one hundred and twenty nine dollars. And it comes in the oh. Sears catalog. And I love that it comes in the Sears catalog. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You just go into the store, order this item, oh. they get it shipped to you. Oh, fucking cool. When I get a house with a garden, I'm looking for trees. You can put a treehouse in, mm-hmm. and my child will have a treehouse. I don't care if they want it or not. I don't care if they use it. I'm building a fucking treehouse. I'm using it. It's going to be big enough for it's me. It's got to be big enough that you can hang out with your kid. And I'm going to get in there and do Legos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And a flying fox. Yeah. And then me and that child are going to find some mysteries. I'm going to give them what I never had. <laughs> I'm just going You're to keep... going to murder somebody so, gonna... that the, so that you can solve it and blame somebody else. I'm just going to keep leaving news stories about unsolved murders around my child just to see what they pick up on it doesn't have to be murders it could just be like disappearances disappearances why did this hospital close that's a good one that's cool or like uh, old robert's treasure house fire yeah yeah there's a treasure yeah that's probably the safest one isn't it i'll start off with you seen like there are people or richish people who leave treasures and then make poems and clues and then set off treasure hunts. There's some dude who buried treasure somewhere in Yellowstone. 
or Yosemite. <laughs> just decimated the natural habitat. He just bur- buried treasure somewhere out there and made a poem in like 2003, released it on the internet. Oh, that's great. And then just people have been searching for his treasure. People have died searching for his treasure. <laughs> so well, that's cool. tragic, but also kind of funny. Yeah. Hank Azaria is there. He starts dating Samantha's mum. He's back from Minsk. A little bit, a little bit too soon for Samantha's mum. That's a pretty soon. shitty I thing. Mean, Bring a dude home to meet your kids. First date energy. It's, it's the same summer. Yeah, and it's it's know? literally their first date. I'll just come over, meet oh, my daughter. Oh, yeah, first date, meet the family. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, but also, he spills a drink on himself, immediately takes his shirt off while the, <laughs> while the daughter's there. But, like, it's 1970. They don't know how to do divorce or dates. No one's been divorced before. No. This is all new territory. It is just beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the advent of our current times. <laughs> um, um, Roberta so she storms off. Roberta plays basketball and has her first kiss with Scott Warmer. Nice. Wormer of Casper fame. <laughs> um, and uh, he plays that pretty well. He's like, would it be all right if I kissed you? Very, very concrete consent obtained. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. And then he kisses her and he's like, oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing big like Ryan Gosling, Ken energy Loved it. the whole time. Now, what I find interesting about this is that apparently... Christina Ricci and Rosie O'Donnell were both very much of the belief that Roberta's character was gay. Yeah. I guess partly because she's played by Rosie O'Donnell, even though she wasn't like out at that time. Yeah. And the the line in the in the in the now part, one of them says, Roberta's living in sin with her boyfriend. Mm. But that wasn't in it when they filmed it, and that was looped in later. So it kind of got changed. I see. And I was reading that. I was like, oh, yeah, well, I could see this is, you know, that character. That's a studio choice. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of, I guess, kind of cliche stuff, which is very, like, she's real, like, tomboy kind of character, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, maybe that character grows up to but be gay, whatever. A line as well, after she kisses him, and then um, he walks by the next day. They're like, that's the day she stopped strapping her boobs. Yeah, that so as well. That's like so it to is suggest she like wants to be noticed now. Yeah. So I I was just a little confused because it's interesting that if there was their understanding why they would give that character the only one with a romantic yeah. relationship. Also, Rosie O'Donnell's character is wearing a wedding ring in the final scenes of this movie. Which is interesting point. Noticed. Interesting point. So maybe, maybe this is all hearsay because it's 1995. You won't. But that's the thing. It puts a glaze over the past. This is just how, this is literally how Samantha remembers it. But, okay. So it was Samantha bad? Is, Samantha is narrating it. So maybe it is Stephen King's it, but Samantha only remembers <laughs> this because this is what happened to her. I reckon, the, you know, the other one who, she, she doesn't have much storyline. She's probably battling a demon off screen the entire time. She's <laughs> She's literally Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, but she's just not letting on. You can't tell your friends. You've got to keep that secret identity. Other stuff happens. Um, <laughs> Samantha and the mom without a storyline, they go to the treehouse showroom. They give each other best friends for life bracelets. I love that they go try out the treehouse. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, man, if you could sneak into a treehouse showroom at night, 100% you don't I would even need do a that. Treehouse. Just any showroom. Yeah. Just sneaking in places. I never snuck in places at night. No, it's the 70s. They didn't have CCTV. Can't, can't do it now. I'll be arrested. Because mm. you got your phone. They can track you. 
Because yeah, your phone's always on. My phone's it's always, always on. Right now it is. Yeah, I'm, and I'm always on a call if to I the police. Say, if I say, hello, Google, my phone's probably going to listen to the next half of our conversation. And then try and Google it. I think it's because I said the word hello instead of hey. It oh. hasn't actually started oh, okay. listening, so nice. We're safe. It's okay. It's still listening. Well, yeah, at all times. Then there's the bit where they're cycling home from the treehouse showroom and uh, they go into the rain, the storm drain. Oh, yeah, they give each other get her bracelets. bracelets. And one washes down the storm drain. And she climbs in like an absolute tool. So quickly and so easily. Those storm drains are not made for safety. Yeah, I guess. I, They're I, made to do their job. I feel like they've changed storm drains now. So it's less easy for Christina Ricci to climb it's into them. It's less easy for a 12-year-old because our storm drains, you have to either lift that grate off the ground or yeah. the manhole cover nearby. Yeah. Those things are heavy as fuck. I could yeah. not lift that as a child. Well, only Creepy Pete can lift it, as we learned mm. in, in this sequence. So she very nearly drowns. But then creepy old Pete leaps into the storm drain. This is when I was hoping Brendan was going to come back and just I thought, yeah, either I thought out from inside be... the drain. Oh, because that's where he lives. That's where he lives now because he's not doing well. Well, if it was a supernatural film, he's Johnny. Yeah. Brendan's Johnny. That's, I think that should be our reading. Yeah. But Johnny was in Vietnam? Well, no, Johnny could have just been another soldier who died years ago and his dear John is do the they, same. No, they do specify Vietnam. They do, yeah. Because maybe he's a ghost from World War II. Yeah, but he's dressed too new. All right. Well, but look, Creepy Pete turns up. Creepy Pete turns up, saves the day. If we had not met them as adults already, yeah. there would have been more tension in this scene being like, she could fucking die. Yeah. Okay. So the now and thenness of it all. Uh-huh. It removes any sort of... Like, if, if it was now But, like, now this and then, movie isn't meant to have tension. That's, I mean, that's why I don't enjoy it, personally. It's not meant to have tension, no. I like movies with tension. It has emotional tension. tension. Kind of. But not, like... The stakes aren't anywhere. You're just kind of watching people live their lives. And I think yeah. if you can't see yourself in any of the characters, which, you know, I don't feel I like mean, I can you really can't do. see yourself as Creepy Pete? May I, I guess I have shades of Creepy Pete and, you know. You'd love riding through a cemetery at night. Who wouldn't? Uh, look, I'll... I'll Honestly, I'll, I'd, I'd actually like to ride through a cemetery at night. I'd like to give it a go at some point. Yeah. Absolutely. Just Maybe to, not the Nunder one, because it's like the oldest cemetery in the city. Well, it's too small. You've done a lap of it in a couple of minutes. Yeah. But you need to go like to Wong, where you can get lost. If you, yeah, you can. <laughs> that one's fucked. They went too far yeah, with is. that one. They, I think, if you can't, you know, project yourself into any of the characters, then I don't. I think you're not really getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, which I'm sure is a problem the other way around for women a lot of the time. I mean, you know, I can understand. I can connect with some aspects of their experience, but. Like beating the shit out of the kid, kid who was like, "You can't play baseball." Yeah, fuck you, you're a girl. Yeah, beat the fucking shit out of that guy. Yeah, love that bit, obviously. Yeah, because boys we love because we love violence. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> we're men. Because we're because we're men and everything. But <laughs> you know, like I think the audience for this is people like the characters in it. I think so. So if you're enjoying that, then you don't necessarily need tension per se. But if you don't have that, then yeah, there's nothing. I enjoy the fact it's that not I was hoping it's just for tension up. for the whole thing. Uh, like I enjoyed being like, "Oh, this could be this this you could turn this into something." Oh, that oh yeah. Maybe she who returns to the thing in the future isn't actually alive. Maybe she's a ghost. I think that could very much be true. I think they're all dead except the pregnant one. Nice. And she's just summoning their ghosts in a séance. Oh. 
the whole. The and they whole, made a pact to come back whenever anyone needed. And each even other. in the afterlife, they're bound by the pact. See, there's so many things you could do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, creepy old Pete is there, Saves and he's the day. and he says, kind of amazingly to me, "Why are you afraid of me?" And I think they gave a great answer. They say it's weird the way you always come out at night. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, fair enough. He, he's like, I don't like seeing a lot of people and yeah. I don't think they like seeing a lot of me. Yeah, they're like, well, well if you were less creepy, it wouldn't be such of a problem. <laughs> if your name wasn't Creepy Pete. Yeah. If it was just Pete, I'm yeah. sure we'd be fine with it. And then he goes like, be safe out there. And he, dro- <laughs> and he disappears into the night again on his bike like Batman. Yeah, truck drives past and he's not there anymore. Uh, yeah, he just he lifts his cowl over his face. <laughs> And disappears down an alleyway full of steam and bins. Other stuff's going on. They paint the garage while Chrissy's eating Twinkies. When she's in that train, though, it's raining heavily. But then she's in the train. She goes to get out. It starts raining more heavily. Just like a thunder roll. Raining more heavily, and then a massive ro- like. Then it's like, oh no, now it's real rain. It's proper oh, rain. Oh, 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 it's got louder. Flash flood. They go to see her grandma. Because she's old, and they're like, she might know stuff She'll about know, the past. Yeah. And she does know stuff and about the past. And you'll never guess she does. And she says, I, but she refuses to tell them anything. She's like, it took me a long time to forget all that stuff about that dear Johnny fella. So I, I'm not going to talk I'm, about it now. I'm, assu- I'm assuming she killed him. Yeah, she's in on it. I think she. It's a whole town conspiracy. I think she broke into the house and killed Creepy Pete's family. Um, now they, she lives in that house. They go to the attic and find a newspaper. Like, that would take you so long. So to cool, find like, the right newspaper. Imagine going into an attic and, and investigating shit. Imagine going into an attic. I went into my. I loved my grandparents' attic. They I went up there attic. all See, the time. Cool. Yeah, never found anything but of, of any no, mystery. In, in the real world, it's all stupid, boring shit. They, you know, what one like of the things they had in the ga- home sex tapes and shit. Home sex tapes, comic books. You know, what one of the things they had in their attic. An old bus sign. Oh, cool. So, you know, a bus sign like used to be with stop. a little handle yeah. that you'd rotate so its next destination would come up on the front. Oh, they had one of them so in their attic. Cool. To this day, I don't know why it was there. It was a mystery, and I never investigated it. Fuck. Fuck. <sighs> blah, blah, blah. Um, they find the newspaper that says they got murdered. It sort of gives us that backstory. Um, Roberta's more upset about her mum. That's when they make the pact. They're always going to look after each other and everything. Um, then they then they're like, right, let's finish this. So they go back to the cemetery to try and send dear Johnny back to the underworld yeah. from whence he came. Um, and they're like, oh, maybe this is working. And then just cemetery man turns up, not creepy Pete, man who works in cemetery. They see a floating headstone, floating dear headstone Johnny first. come through the smoke, and it's floating at them, and, and they lose their shit. Because obviously would, it's a supernatural movie. But he has a headstone hanging from the front of his tractor. Because he's delivering it back. And they're like, but Johnny erupted from the grave. And he's like, and he's like, no, I smashed that grave by accident with my tractor. And now I am replacing it. In a kind it of, job. in a kind of, that just happens sometimes kind of way. <laughs> Once or twice a week, I accidentally back into a tomb. It's very hard to drive a tractor. There's here. not I don't a lot know of why you would drive a tractor there. The like, turning I guess circle, you're the grave digger, but you think most of the graves. time, like they grow outwards. The cemetery, so like you're not digging graves where all the graves are. I don't know. Maybe like you know when people paint a floor and paint themselves into a corner. He dug himself into a corner, <laughs> and there was no way out except just bulldoze through a bunch of graves. 
And then he just leaves. My uncle's a grave digger, technically. Oh. Technically. He owns an earth-moving business. And he didn't know that's what it was for, but now and then they put bodies of, in it. Part of the earth-moving business is to move that earth. He just drives a tractor to the fucking cemetery every go a couple of weeks and digs another hole. I, I wouldn't say technically. I'd say he just is a grave digger. Yeah, technically. Technically. He digs the graves. Well, you know, it's a, re- it's a, it's a reliable business. You're never not going to need graves. You're never not going to need graves. Until the aftertimes in which we will burn people on pyres again. To stop them coming back. And all of us stand around and just watch our our beloved ones. And with respect, Mm -hmm. they just burn while we watch. And then some people dance behind us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's how I want to go. Cremated on a pyre. I don't want to be cremated in a box somewhere. Yeah, Viking style. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You all get to smell it. And time it right so I go over a waterfall. And halfway down the waterfall, just blows up. Mm. But they won't. They don't get to see that. Just well, I'd have a camera, so <laughs> a POV, I'd have, like a GoPro. I'd have a GoPro live pointed, streaming the whole thing. pointed at my dead face, <laughs> and then yeah. as it burns and sizzles, and then halfway down the waterfall, I just get droned. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking predator drone. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I want my funeral to feel kind of like river fire. <laughs> terrifying and then the narrator is like i knew then that our days of make making make-believe were over yet they still buy themselves a treehouse and have well you don't fun have times in the tree house. well you can have fun time in the treehouse without playing pretend why not why? but there is that time isn't there where you stop playing pretend yeah i i remember that what stop stopping to play pretend yeah because i played pretend by myself a lot mm. and i remember i can tell being a certain yeah no one can keep up mate Oh, nice. No one could keep up. I remember at a certain age, and I was just like, oh, no, this doesn't work anymore. It feels a little bit odd. It just feels off. Like you see yourself. <laughs> you <laughs> like, see, this you're like, like, I'm enjoying I, myself, but. What am I doing? I'm not allowed to do this anymore, am I? Society thinks I'm weird. It's not even not allowed. Like, it wasn't even a society thing. Like, the light just sort of went out. And I was like, it's really sad. What were no. you doing at the time? It would have been Lord of the Rings based. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So like quite late on in I mean, life. You don't want to go LARPing now? Like we could we could build that up again. See, LARPing's fine, but that's, you know, it's different. We have to, you have to build a whole context for it. I would just walk out in the garden alone. And play Lord of the Rings. And play pretend. That's very cool. And then at a certain point, not anymore. See, I had brothers and we did that a few times. But I think that it's something slightly different what they're doing here because what they're talking about is when you would sort of build those shared delusions with your friends mm. about, you know... About seances Seances and, and something, like, all like, ghosts and stuff. I remember doing that with friends in primary school and we had this sort of evolving plot that went on for months about all this stuff. We were just, we were just lying, but just, like, pretending that stuff was going on and there was, like, this plot we were foiling, you know. Never did anything cool. Never, like, snuck in anywhere at night or anything. Yeah. We were, like... Seven. I mean, the only places I've ever snuck into at nighttime was my own school. See, that's still pretty good. We didn't do anything. We just went there at night to oh. ride our bikes around, you know. In the in the building? I mean, our schools were outside. Like, I've been to St. Mary's at oh, nighttime. Oh, right, yeah. It was those... Up and down the concourses mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever they were called. The, the concourse, St. Yeah. Teresa's was close to home, so I went there. Yeah. But Atherton High, when I moved to the country... It was lit like 200 meters from our house. Right. So, all those places would have cameras home. now. Now they would, yeah. You'd just be on camera the whole time. Yeah. Like, what's he doing back again? He doesn't do anything. 
Why isn't he graffitiing he... something? We can't get angry at him for just being there. Why is he writing? Is he playing pretend? <laughs> he's not. He's not allowed to play pretend. My locker got set on fire one night. Fuck. Yeah, by I Nathan. Remember that. Definitely probably Nathan. by Nathan. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I remember, I just walked into school one morning, and I walked up to where my locker was, and mine and several others, people obviously just like poured petrol in there and mm. set them on fire, and I just walk up, like hold my little key, and it's just charred remains. Oh, and did I was you just, have anything in that locker? That and was, I was just like, oh, okay. There goes my journal. I just turned around and went to class and just didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a locker again. And I just sat there. I was like, no, they burnt it. I actually they remember not it. using my locker at all. Yeah. Like. I'd like just put my bag in there. All the things I needed. I took my bag to class most of the time. Nah. We didn't actually. When, when I got to the high school I graduated from, we didn't have lockers. You just had those fucking bag racks outside your class every time. It was like a primary school, but for adult, for like larger children. <laughs> little, Stand in two little, lines, everybody. Little school. In two lines. Oh, to be young. Yeah. Never again. Until the next go round. When we get reincarnated. Yeah, that's a thing. And you'll remember this one, though. <sighs> well, I hope not. <laughs> All right. They're and- leaving. They, have they go, hey, look, there's Crazy Pete being crazy. And he does bring it on himself. He's just standing there for his, oh, hello, I'm, I'm here for my nightly vigil. I was looking at some graves. Samantha tells them to go on. She's, she'll catch them up. She picks some flowers, goes back in to see Pete, where he reveals, as we kind of piece together, He's they, they were my family. And I've wasted a lot of years being afraid to face people and just not really dealing with this trauma I went through. He gives her some sage advice. Don't oh, yeah. shut off from the world. Yeah. It's better to talk to your friends. Stuff's going to happen, you can't do anything about it, but you know, don't but don't don't be a creepy Pete. And then she proceeds to ignore that for 20 years and be the girl in her 20s version of a creepy Pete. Uh-huh. Well, not really. Her, she goes too far the other direction. It's like, what if I just have constant shallow relationships? That mean nothing. It's still creepy. Which is the Boo Radley of today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to them. They've just got the treehouse. They're having a great time. Treehouse was meant to bring us independence, but it brought us independence from each other. Oh, and they separate. Then back to now. She goes into labor. It's all, oh, everyone's freaking out. They get. They have to get in the limo to go there. It's a funny moment. The obstetrician in the car drives instead of being back there, as we've established. Uh, she, the baby's born and everything. I mean, just like, whatever. I, I guess some people are into this. Pops out a baby, as you do. Um, I guess some people are into this. Yeah. <laughs> then back then, there's, now they're up in the treehouse. With the infant. different kids with bikes. Infant is there. They play Truth and Dare. This went on for a long time. It's um, like the ending of Return of the King, really. You get it, like four. Of they, them. they return to the kingdom, um, and then the, and then the four like Samantha saying like children's you know, games. I keep running from relationships children. and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know you, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. I know young you. I know Christina Ricci. I don't know you, and I don't care about you. Uh-huh. I, you know, Christina Ricci just figured out who Creepy Pete was. And made friends with him. I care about that storyline. I don't care about all you grown-ups. I think I would have cared more about them if it ended in those freeze frames where you go from one character and said, this chick did this, became this, and we get a nice little summary. This one did this, married this guy, who you met, this guy. This one became Rosie O'Donnell. Mm. This one became an obstetrician. This one went to market. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know because it's not a true story. <laughs> so no, but you can still I'd just do be like, no, in, they didn't. In, in fake stories. In, in, yeah, in, what's the word for that? I was, in, I was in a bookshop in Sydney. Yeah. And these two lads walk in. And I don't know if it's just like their first time in a bookshop. <laughs> and this isn't me being snooty because what literally what they said, they're like, ah, oh, what's what's fiction? They're like looking at the headings of the different sections. Like, no, so fiction is like made up. I th- it's like not real. So then non nonfiction is like real stuff. I'm like, what book are you looking for? Nice. <laughs> I mean, good on you. Welcome. Welcome. How old were these? Welcome to the guy, like in their 20s. Oh, that's amazing. That's I was like, so cool. welcome, welcome to the business, guys. Yeah, you you got it. That's You're cool. right. They're starting off, man. Fiction is not real. <laughs> Fiction is made up. Yeah. But what, just, what a way to start. What a way to begin. In a way, like, it was funny, but it was also kind of heartwarming. Just these two, gal- two guys just out in the world, just figuring stuff out. They're like, let's get in there. Fiction's Demics. Ooh. Fiction's made up, isn't it? We could go there. So what's what's non-fiction? I, I like to picture it as that they both have crushes, and both of those girls are. I went round. She had like six books. I gotta get her a book, man. I gotta. I gotta do that thing where you know you take a girl on a date, but she gets to choose a book for you, and you get to choose a book for her. But I just gotta find it now, just yeah. to prepare, man. I just gotta yeah. get. Gotta get ready. Anyway, that's just a. That's just a fiction-related anecdote. I liked it. Just like this film. Fiction. Yeah. Fictional. It's, well, yeah, this is just kind of an anecdote, isn't it? It has about as much content as that story. All right. What did we think? Did you... Were, are we going to rate it? That's wrapped up. The then there's a helicopter shot pulling up and away. Not a freeze frame. One of the first Brendan yeah. movies where it's not a freeze frame. It's a helicopter shot. Got to respect that. Pilot credited. Yeah. We don't get to see his face. The pilot is credited. Brendan Fraser is not. So think about that. So that's now and then. Um, look, I wasn't in the mood, and I probably never would be. <laughs> but I acknowledge it's quite good for what it is. Mm. Emma liked it. Yeah. It was good to have her there. I think so. I, too. Be I like, think we would have been making more fun of the film if Emma woman, wasn't there. Did you like it? And she's like, "Yeah, it's all right." See that? See, I don't have that in my. I'm like, no, this was boring. <laughs> Like it's it, it it's well acted and it's sort of charming and sweet, but it's no this, stand by me. This is not how I want to spend my time. <laughs> like if I wanted to watch a coming of age children's drama, you could watch things like St- Stand by Me, where somebody's gonna die, mm, or, or it. They, they're gonna see some shit that they shouldn't see at the age that they are, and they're gonna come of age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's I want cool. or ET. How good is E.T.? E.T. How great is E.T.? I mean, if we're doing coming of age... Yeah, nobody's going to die. No. But there is stakes. There's stakes. There's, there's a bit of horror. There's, and then you're like, oh, wait. There's drama. Everything's going to be okay, but we can now worry about them emotionally. Yeah. Because the first few scenes of E.T. are terrifying. I'm way too desensitized to connect with just the drama of life. sad things that happen in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which isn't true. It just depends how it's, how it's presented. But it's got to be it's got to be presented in a sort of stylized, heightened way. If it's just like, oh, isn't it like sad? Marriage Story? Like Marriage Story. I you got I want Adam Driver punching walls, singing weird old musical songs, <laughs> something like that. Marriage Story was good. Okay, this film is good overall. Brendan Fraser very good. Mm. So, starting at the bottom, working our way up. 
of the 14 movies currently on the list. Okay. We've got Younger and Younger. Better than. Dogfight. Better than. More like do- dog shit. Child of Darkness, Child of Light. Perfect Crime slash Fallen Angel slash Professional Man. Now and then. Better, better than that. Definitely oh. better than that. 20 bucks. Better than that. The Scout. Better than that. Yeah. The Passion of Darkly Noon. Better than that. Better than that. Okay. Encino Man, which made more money. Lest, no, I think, lest we forget. I think better than that. Yeah, it probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Like, not by much, but this is doing some more things yeah. that are... Encino Man is like a music video. It's I, I interestingly, I while it's a movie that probably we most enjoyed by girls of the age of the characters, mm-hmm. it's a very mature film, mm. and it feels like it's made. Encino Man is like some dudes who got a camera and like let's make a movie, guys. It's more dudes that got a camera, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, Airheads. I think Airheads is a good movie. Like Airheads is doing something. It's like his story makes sense. Airheads is doing They're something. Doing stuff. And it's, it's good more perf- for us. It's good performances. It's Brendan's cool. great. It's good performances. Brendan's great. Yeah. And the then comedy a- is comedy. Then above that, lest we forget, is two Paulie Shaw movies. <laughs> Where they deserve to be. Is this better or worse than In the Army now? Remember how dumb that movie is? I do. But I also remember that we chose that it was better than Airheads. Yeah, maybe we were wrong about that. Maybe we were, but it's been de- it's been decided. Unfor- yeah, I'm just starting to get embarrassed by this list. Well, we can change if that nothing... right now. No one's going to listen to this part of this episode specifically. No, no one's ever going to hear this except us. So we could just change that. Yeah, we, well, we can change it anytime we want. Yeah. We'll do it. We're putting Airheads above in the army now? Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes but more sense. I still sense. think I still think um the the farm one, son-in-law, son-in-law, son-in-law is legitimately good. Yeah, and well, I, it's it's well, not, but it's it, it not, is. You know, it, it's it is dumb. though. <laughs> but it's good at what it's doing. I I, think, I didn't like this, but I feel like this needs to go higher because there was nothing in this that made me just think, oh, that's yeah. Just there's nothing. Stupid. Nothing in this is. Bad. Even like That's the, creep, the thing, it's not the creep, bad. The creepy Pete stuff. I'm like, well, I don't love this, but it does. It's not. They don't. It, make it him, does tie together quite well. It's not done as well as the creepy Pete character in Home Alone. Which one's that? In Home Alone, his neighbor is the old dude with the shovel. Okay. And Buzz tells. I haven't us, seen Home Alone for a long time. Buzz tells him a story at the start that he murdered his family and melted them, and now he spreads the salt out on the thing, and it's like the bodies of his family and whatnot. And like, this is just creepy old guy wearing leather boots and shovel and snow in the middle of the night. And then for the entire film, you're terrified of this dude until he saves his life at the end. And they Mm. hang out in church for a little while. It's a classic trope. Classic trope. Does the scary old dude a lot better than this film. But also that's a boy, um, a boy movie for for boys. Yeah. And we love boy movies for boys. Don't we? Boy movies for boys. So this is, (laughs) it's below airheads. But above in the army now. I think so. So it's sixth. I think so. so I'm the, okay for that to be. The top six are presumed guilty with honors, school ties, son-in-law, airheads, now and then. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. And, you know, and it's very big of us to put it so high. Since it's, 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 it's not a movie for us. Since it's a girl movie for girls. Yeah. And we're boys and for boys. And gross. <laughs> Yuck. Gross because it's for girls. <laughs> like... No, thank you. Yeah, we don't like girls. No. That's what's... 
<laughs> classic guy behavior. Um, okay, and so then the far more important ranking, which of all the Brendans would win in a fight? This Brendan he's got a limp. is a Vietnam vet. He's got a limp, though. Yeah, but he has that. He's got that possibility of John Ramboing up. He could Rambo up, but we don't see any of that. He's he's got a kind so of. He's the hip. He's the hippie kind of. He's soft edged. Okay, so um, he's not going high on the list. I don't think he's going that high. I mean, he's not going low. On he's the beating list. the shit out of younger and younger. Yeah, Child yeah. of Darkness, Fuck twenty yeah. bucks, obviously Fuck with yeah. honors. Yes. Yes. Dog fight, yes. He hasn't been to the. He hasn't been to Vietnam yet, but he's going. Airheads, dog yes. Dog fight's going to World War Two. No, he's no, going to Vietnam. He looks like he's going to World War Two. Is it Nam or is it the the Korean War? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't want to think. I don't want to no. figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? He'd beat the guy in Airheads. Mm-hmm. Would he beat professional man? Oh, that guy's a killer. He's a, he's a killer. He's and He's a professional, man. And he can do infinite shiv. What mm. if one shiv, but it has the power of a thousand shivs? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's not going to be that guy. No. That guy's got a shiv. Okay, so he's quite low down the list. This is a homeless vagabond. He is a, vag- he is a vagabond without the killer instinct. Yeah. That's the energy He's a I nice get. vagabond. He's killed some people, but he didn't want to do it, and he's not a killer. That's yeah. the energy I get. Uh, now and then, number nine. Cool. All right, we did it. Join us next time when we might be going to the fucking movies. Hey, hey. it's going to be it's weird. About fucking time. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to talk about a three-hour movie that I can't take any notes on. I'm going to. F- I have to see it twice. I think you to be have able to. See to. It twice. We can just talk about. No, because I'll forget. Yeah. You remember everything. I forget it all. That's okay. I'm going to be like Leonardo DiCaprio. He was ugly. Brendan was good. <laughs> Wore a hat. I think. Um, Robert De Niro was there. The main character, the woman, uh, she's very good as well. That's all we need to say, right? Join us next time. (laughs) We've already seen it. That's basically it. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear us say all that again. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Join us on our next episode for more exceptional theft of your time. Nice sign out, man. Thanks, man. Now that I thought.